you know where it comes from? Do you remember Narcissus? Do you remember the story of Narcissus? No, tell us. It's like Greek mythology. Wasn't it your man that fell in love with his own reflection? <laughs> <laughs> That's you, dude. Not fucking me. I look in the fucking mirror and I'm filled with self-loathing, man. So shut the fuck up. I was like, fuck me, you got fat. Now we are back for 2022. And it's a time where we need to straight talk mental health even more than ever. And that's exactly what we're going to do. My name is Peter Dunn, and the psychotherapist is going to guide you through it. And me through it all is Alan Clark. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. What are you doing? You slouched in your seat there or something, are you? No, I'm on the couch. Why do I sound slouchy? Yeah, you're, you have a slouchy slouch voice on you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm a fucking, yeah. Uh, pick up on that. <laughs> fucking. Couch is built for comfort, not recording. James is in my bed, so I can't record in the in the studio. Oh, the studio, full of a- soft AKA furnishings the... and you know noise deadening material. No, well, no, that's no. that's usually uh, two pillows off the bed, <laughs> stuck behind the mic to soften, <laughs> to soften it. Does the job? Does the job is right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember we used to record in a wardrobe with egg cartons. And I doobies. do. I remember. I remember that down in the orgasm. Yeah, yeah, man, there was nothing wrong in with the that. Wardrobe. There was nothing wrong with that sound. There was nothing wrong no. with that sound whatsoever. Good. We went into the wardrobe instead of coming out of the closet. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Passing lads on the way out. <laughs> I'm fabulous. We're fucking going in here. Like, are you? Where are you coming out? <laughs> but you know something. One thing you can't deny. The sound was good coming from them lads, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was good dead sound. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, so this month we are straight talking narcissism. You know what it is. Uh, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? How does it affect us? How can you spot it? How can you treat it? And loads more. Mr. Clark, long time no hear from. How are you? Dude? Yeah, it was weird, man. It was weird hearing you saying this month. This month? Covering... Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, as opposed to week. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about uh, um the last month of being podcast free? Yeah, there was uh, I amaz- I amazingly very quickly adapted to no podcast <laughs> because it generally meant I was working more and I was those earning more money because the podcast cost me and lost me money <laughs> as <laughs> putting aside time to to record this. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, it was weird. There was times I missed it and then times when you know, you you you. There was one guest you were had asked to come on, and we emailed them back, and they just we just got messed around a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, back to this again. That's yeah. what I fucking didn't miss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the stuff I fucking hated. <laughs> mm. But I mean, that happens. I mean, look, uh, working yeah. in radio, it happens all the time. You know, you're mm, trying to get mm. people on and there's no sign of them or they say, yeah, yeah, of course we'll come on. Brilliant. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, you've your social yeah. media done, you're ready to tag in a post and all this kind of stuff. And you, you could you could have done a promo where you said, coming up in the show today, we have and you're ringing and ringing and you're going, oh, no, come on. Mm. And then mm. it could be two, three hours later. Oh, really? Sorry. I was out of coverage. Oh, really? Sorry. There's a problem with my phone. Nah, fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> but uh that's the nature of the business, dude. It's like not you all just as have professional to move as on. us, even though clearly not. In our unprofessionalism, we're quite professional. Yeah, of course, yeah. You can you can be that. You can be that, can't you? Yeah. yeah. We are. That's been our whole shtick. <laughs> um speaking of being professional, last time I was talking to you, we were drunk. 
You were fucking drunk. Was I? No, I was. Ashley says to me, was Peter drinking beforehand? I was like, I think he was. <laughs> so you could hear it when you were listening to me. You could hear him just slurring a little bit more and more. I was like, well, that's 4.P. Here's a fun fact for you. During that whole show, I didn't curse once. Was that a... Did you go on Method Man? That's what Method Man does now. Method Man doesn't curse anymore. Neither does Chris Tucker. In his raps. Yeah. Chris Tucker doesn't either. Man, that no. motherfucker was always cursing. Yeah, that's why he wouldn't do Friday, uh, or next Friday, because uh, he said he doesn't curse anymore, and Ice Cube kind of took offense to that. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, did you not see the big hullabaloo there recently? I, I love Friday. Friday's a brilliant film. Chris Our Tucker just makes film. it, you know what I mean? Yeah. If it was no Chris Tucker, like, next Friday was just, yeah. Then the Friday after Mike next X. was like, uh, yeah, yeah. But Chris Tucker just makes, like, he was at his mm. peak in comedy, he was coming through. He was hot, you know what I mean. But uh, mm. I think he only made got him really, didn't he only he? got ten grand or something for that, doing that movie. What? Yeah, ten grand. Just I hope he got royalties. And who else uh, came out? The guy who played Big Worm, Michael Clark, Michael Clark Duncan. He was in it as well. Two and a half grand. Gee, big Worm, Big Perm. Yeah, Big Perm. Yeah, for Fuck yeah, uh, for a movie in like ninety, probably shot it in ninety four, released in ninety five or so. Was it? Yeah. yeah. There you go. What a movie, though. Friday. Oh, great. Friday. Chris yeah. Tucker is just amazing. But yeah, that's why he doesn't he doesn't curse anymore. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't given up wow. cursing. I just, I, I didn't curse once. What, what was that about? Was that a deliberate ploy? Yeah, it kind of was in a bit of a way. Yeah. I said, I'm, we're live. Okay. I'm going to try and just not curse. Big scaredy cat. No, 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 no. I just, it was a challenge I set for myself. I know. Ah, fair play. Yeah, yeah, that was it. And just mm. to prove you don't need to curse. Hmm. I don't need to. I just do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, did you enjoy that episode? That was good crack, wasn't mm. it? Yeah, it was a bit yeah, of crack, good, yeah. It was good crack, yeah. Um, um, it, it had kind of no, so long gone, man. no format or anything about it. It was just us, mm. you know. Um, but uh, if you want to listen back to it, wherever you listen to this podcast, you'll get that as well. Spotify, uh, our website, wherever. You know, uh, ask, Speaking of Spotify. ask Alexa. Alexa will play it for you as well. And I don't yeah, know if speak. Google Speaker does it or whatever. What's the Google Speaker? It does. Google Home. Is that name Just Google Home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you yeah. go. Ask I, it, I yeah. always thought that was a failing on Google. It's like, give it a name. Like, because what, as an Apple has Siri and Amazon has Alexa, you know. Personified, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give it a name. What could you call it? Googleian. I don't know. Googleian. <laughs> Gugillian. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. <laughs> Gugillian, play the next chapter of the latest Joyce book. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ulysses. Ulysses, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. But, uh, yeah, you mentioned Spotify there. You can rate on Spotify now. Oh, yeah, that's Before right. we get into the social yeah. media plug. So if you haven't already and you're listening to this on Spotify, please do. Uh, if you feel the show is worth five stars, please do give it the five star rating. Five star ratings help other people go, oh, that's got five star ratings. Mm-hmm. That must be pretty good. They check it out. They get informed around mental health, and we continue to do our we continue to do our bit. Absolutely, and of course, we're not just a podcast. We're on social media as well. You can get us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can check out the website stmhpodcast.com. And if you want to get in touch, you got a story to tell. We would love to tell your story. We've told loads of people's stories uh, through nearly 18 months to two years. Nearly two years on this podcast. Nearly there two you go. years. May, May, June, I think, or two years. I think so, yeah. So mm. um, so there you go. There's uh, And there's loads more stories out there. Loads more stories to tell. And as we mentioned before, 
if you've heard the podcast on depression, on suicide, on self-harm, et cetera, et cetera, doesn't mean we don't tackle it again because everybody has mm. a story that's unique to them and we need to tell it from so many different angles to try and break the stigma around mental health. And uh, as I said to you, you can get in touch. You can get in touch with us through the socials or you can email us as well. Actually, just hop onto the website and you get all the details from there. Um, so, uh, oh, here, here's an interesting fact. Just before we kind of move away from, you were talking about stats and all this kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, for this month, so far, our top five have, has changed. Our top right. five most listened to countries have changed. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> So at number five, New Zealand. At number four, Australia. At number three, Ireland. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. At number two, the UK. What? And at number one, the United States of America. Ah, there you go. Fucking hell. Hey, guys, how are you? UK. What, yeah. What's the story? You fucking forgot all about us. Jeez, we went monthly and just fucking forgot all about us. Fuck that, dude. We're going stateside. Yeah. yeah. Stateside. Stateside, boy. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be, we're going to um, have um... I need to fucking, I need to, how can it be more Irish in my Irish accent? Like, I need to fucking paddy whack it up a little bit. Dude, if, <laughs> if you went more Irish, it'd sound posh. <laughs> Did you ever get that? Like, um, it, my ma, obviously, she's a dub, but mm-hmm. uh, i.e. from everyone else around the world, she's from Dublin. So, if my ma got angry with me, get in here, I'll break our plane back. Yeah, but if yeah. I ever said, fuck off, ma, then she'd go, how dare you? How <laughs> bloody dare you? And you know when she gets posh, you run. You run as oh, fast shit. as your legs can carry you, brother. Mammy got posh. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Because oh, ma goes pure fingless when she gets angry. Except yeah, when she gets yeah. really angry, she gets D4. You know, oh. <laughs> yes, she's in Fox Rock. You know, she's in uh, Donny Brook. Mm. Yeah, Black Rock, <laughs> that direction, and that—that's scary. That's a scary place to mm. be when you're mad group and things. <laughs> that means she's got money to have you whacked. <laughs> in English, she'd whack yourself. Out there, she just gets someone else to do it for you. <laughs> to just destroy your um, your credibility and your credit rating. <laughs> you know? As opposed to your knees. <laughs> Imagine that, a drive-by credit rating shootdown. You know what I mean? <laughs> Good luck trying to get to home for the fucking mortgage for the second home. <laughs> Wanker. Up yours, Oshin. <laughs> go, 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 drive. Drive, drive, drive. <laughs> I can't believe you fucking stole the Beamer. You fucking idiot. <laughs> my dad's going to have like a total canippo. Oh my God. I'm absolutely scarlet for my own self. <laughs> um, anyway, we're, People we're... in the fucking States haven't got a clue what we're talking about. No, now. but they like it, clearly. <laughs> they do, yeah. yeah. Everyone loves the crack. Oh yeah, you can't they beat the crack. They all love the crack. Um, so, uh, come here, what's the crack? I've barely been talking to you over the last four yeah, weeks. Yeah, man. Any, any stir, scandal, life-changing decisions? You, you survived Christmas anyway, did you? Um, I, I did. We had a great Christmas, thankfully. We got to see everybody mm. and... Um, Anyone catch COVID? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone seemed to catch COVID. Yeah, we did. Um, you had it, is it? Yeah, yeah. Kind of kind of still have it a little bit. Um, mm. But, uh, no, it, it, when was it? Last week? Yeah, last week, um, Laura just wasn't feeling well, told the kidney infection, and she said, oh, just give me one of those antigens to be sure. Yeah, the mm. two lines came up straight away. I thought, balls. Oh, I said, right, come here. I'll do a test on you as well. 
did a test, different brand, same result, positive. Like, shit. Right, okay. You know, I had the kids all dressed and everything ready, ready for school, and they were sitting there watching a bit of telly before they got to go, and like, sorry, guys, we're going to have to stay home from school. They were like, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, CBeebies is on. It's fine. <laughs> and what? Yeah. Is that okay with you? <laughs> huh? What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we um, uh, we were in isolation and uh, had to over get... Christmas. No, this was no, this was last week. Oh, yeah. Right. So um, yeah, uh, did PCRs. They all came back positive, and um, yeah, Laura, Laura got a tough enough, all right, tired, fatigued, and. Um, mm. you know, uh, she was sick as well, and a couple of other typical symptoms, you know. But the kids spike temperatures at night time. Nothing major, nothing calpolynurofen wouldn't fix. Mm. And mm. myself, I had no symptoms whatsoever, just positive throughout it with uh, with nothing. If I was to really, really push it, then one of the days I thought I did like a a blocked nose or something. But I think I was just <laughs> actually, you know, some you, the tough thing about when everybody has it now in in one way. It was cool that everybody got it because we all got it together and we've all done a dust with together and we've good strong immunity now. But um, in another way, it's tough because you're constantly getting up to the kids at night and your body can't recover unless you have sleep. You know, if you were a single person with no kids or you're Mm. married with no kids or whatever, you have a partner or somebody to look after you, maybe even, you know, you can curl up in bed and watch Netflix and eat crap. Mm. You know what I mean? But with the kids, you still have to get a routine. You still need energy for them. So you can't mm. really recover properly, you know. So, uh, but look, I was happy out. I got the booster. The booster had kicked in a few days before Yeah, I got it. And mm. I'm happy, you know, happy I got it, delighted I got it. Although the booster bloody floored me. Um, I was happy. Oh, I sore yeah. arm. That's all I had on my Oh, no. The next day I was sick, but uh, like high temperatures. Cammy was in a... Cammy had a bad after the second one. He he was fucking. I had cold. a bad after the second one as well, days, and the yeah. booster, and it was all Moderna. But um, yeah. look, to be honest with you, I take that it was about a half a day. I was feeling a bit, uh, a bit bleh for. But mm. um, I take that if it uh, avoided, uh, you know, bad symptoms of COVID and that. So no, mm. look, done and dusted. So we are um, we didn't kill each other. We didn't strangle each other. So that was nice. Uh, the kids mm. gone on well together <laughs> most of the time. That was nice, mm. and. Um, I've never had such a desire to just walk around the supermarket and go because I can, <laughs> because can. I can. You know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so th- that's been the last couple of weeks. But, uh, you know, I have to say, like, you're out of isolation. Yeah, out of isolation now. Yeah, all, good. all um, clear. Now, yeah, now. all clear. So, um, uh, you know, but everybody around us, like we're lucky to have great family and friends who will pop up to us with stuff and drop yeah, things at the door or whatever we needed. And, mm-hmm. um you know, brilliant that you can call on people like that it's fantastic you know so um you know you do it yourself and even a couple of weeks ago parents had a bit of a covid scare as well mm. you know but they were all right but still you found yourself dropping up stuff to them as well or you know anybody that needed it you're dropping stuff at the door or whatever at the window um but you know that's it that's when people kind of show their true colors and it's great yeah, to, yeah. to have yeah. that support around you know we're absolutely blessed but uh the fear's gone over now though isn't it Ah, look, uh, uh, worse viruses have come in that front door. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it, I don't think it's much to fear, but uh, it's not nice to have. But like, 
how many times you come home and went, oh, I have a bit of a virus, a bit of a cold or mm. head cold or whatever. You know what I mean? It's just like, when do we stop naming this stuff? Just go back to normal. It's a virus. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's as we say, it's a bad old dose knocking around. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's a bad old yeah. dose. It didn't even have too bad a dose by the sound of it. No, but that's it. I, did, I didn't feel a thing, thankfully. It would have been fucking... You wouldn't have had a fucking clue, like, any other time. No, what them doing? Would have been going around going, I'm catching something. Oh, no, that's gone. (laughs) Thought I was coming down with something there. That's it. And you know what the funny thing is, you know, you you think about when you have been in work with a cold or something like that, or a head cold or blocked nose, and you go, Jesus, you know, what uh, what would the boss say? Get on with it. You're Mm. grand. You know what I mean? Get on with it. Imagine ringing in now with a snuffy nose, like, "Ah, no, you, Mm -hmm. you stay there. You stay there. But um, no, it was cool. I got to broadcast um, on air from home as well. So that was fun. That was a bit of crack. It was a bit of work, yeah, but it yeah. was a bit of crack. You know what <laughs> I mean? But um, uh, yeah, no, it was good. It was good. It wasn't. Look, it's not the worst because January is a crap mm. month. Anyways, nothing happened. Yeah. Trying to yeah, pay off the credit cards for Christmas. Like. <laughs> and Exactly. If you're going to get it and everybody get it and have done with. So mm. we're going to have a good mm. run of the year. Get it over and done with yeah. now. <laughs> what about yourself? Oh, uh, well, no, you haven't had fucking uh, <laughs> if a client and I ask him every week and ask every client that comes in, you know, how are they on the COVID side of things? He goes, uh, as he said, uh, staying positive and testing negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, no, we haven't. I haven't, haven't had it. So, uh, but we had a, we went over to England mm. for New Year's, New Year's Eve. We flew over New Year's Eve, went over to Ashton's brother. Where in England did you go? Uh, Milton Keynes, MK. Oh, MK Dons. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, he drove me past the Red Bull factory, so that was that was cool. What's the Red Bull factory? <laughs> Happy to see a factory. Red Bull racing, the Formula One team. Oh, it's not like where to make the drink, no. No, no, this is just a racing team. No, it's made in Austria, so they're they're Austrian, but the team is in is in England. So oh. thanks for stopping world champion and all that. So we were because we were flying from Belfast, and we do you think we could find fucking information on what was needed, like? Yeah. I was like, do we need to do PCR tests? What the fuck do I need to do now? Because I'm from the south. Do I need something different? Do I need do I need to do the PCR test? What, what are we supposed to do here? She rings the airport. Sorry, we can't tell you. She rings the place to do the PCR test. Sorry, we can't tell you. I'm like, for fuck's sake. So then I'm checking the UK government website. We're going Belfast to London. I'm checking the Northern Ireland government website. I was like, right. I said, look, best I can see here is they seem to be saying you test yourself at home. Do a antigen test at home. As long as you're negative, you're, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. So we did that, and then the, the ones with the north have a QR code, and then when they're supposed to upload to the NHS app, uh, that wasn't working. So we're like, fuck, what are we gonna do? Like, so I was like, we just bring them. We we'll bring the tests to the to the airport. Look, we leave early. We give ourselves loads of time. We, you know, we'll see how we get on. If they make us take one there and then or something, you know, at least we've time and we'll have loads of time to do it. So we get to Belfast and, you know, scan your boarding pass. It's like, right, just are not checking up here. Oh, I must be at the gate. Get to the gate. No, I was like, they're hardly going to fucking leave it till we're boarding. No, straight through, straight back. Not a single, not a single check. Like. Mm. No, I didn't think you, you had to uh, get yeah. an antigen but or no PCR. One, no one was checked anyway. But if, if you're flying UK to UK. Um... Of course, I'm sure there was people not from the UK that were flying. That's the thing, yeah. If you were, nothing stopping you getting a bus to Belfast and then flying over to yeah. the UK without a test. Yeah, 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 of course, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we were straight, straight there, straight back. Yeah. So, 
It was uh, it was nice though. It was nice. We were over there and uh, I was delighted. Um, Max, Max, two sons, the two eldest lads, Daniel and Nathan, huge Formula One fans. So we were just chatting Formula yeah, One. Yeah, brilliant <laughs> for the weekend. And uh, what uh, Nathan's one of Nathan's best friends. His dad is a is an engineer at Red Bull. So I'm like, dude, wow, <laughs> get fucking up. tickets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least get a good discount on something. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no. So that was that was that was lovely. That's that's mm. about the fucking most that's been going on. And it was was it last week then? Two weeks ago, Facebook memories were coming up. I'm normally in Canterbury over my daughter. Oh yeah, and different different memories from the two two previous years. So obviously around that time of year, heading into January, and as I said, fucking January, there's nothing going on. Everyone's like fucking nothing to look forward to. Right, I'll go over to England. I'll go over to Medina. So. And then I was saying, I think she was coming down on the Friday. Oh, I was pick her up from the bus in Dublin. I was like, I oh, hear we just got a hotel. <laughs> so we got a hotel on the Friday night. The hotel was fucking empty. No way. Empty, man. I think there was, we were sitting down and having dinner. I think there was five other people sitting there. We went down for breakfast the next morning. This is the Morrison. Like, this is fucking bang in the center of Dublin, right on the keys. Mm. And we went down for breakfast the next morning. I think for 15 minutes, we were the only ones there. Oh, and looking out, you're looking out onto the keys, like so. We're having dinner, mm. dead. The only thing I witnessed was a, a fucking uh, a delivery driver, uh, cyclist doing a drug deal. That was it. Like, <laughs> how'd you know they were doing a drug deal? Because he drove past, he's on his bike, he stops. Your man hands him something, he hands your man something, and he cycled on. <laughs> so it's probably a fair guess, P, that it was a fucking drug deal. <laughs> Could have been a subway. You'd never know. You know, could have no. been a meatball sub. <laughs> I don't think. It, I don't think fucking subways come in little baggies. <laughs> there you go, delivery. There's um, there's our sponsorship gone anyways. Unless yeah, you know, um, unless we unless we can get sponsorship by Dublin Gardaí. So lads <laughs> and the keys around the Morrison Friday night. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, yeah. We're straight talking. That's what we do. Simple as <laughs> straight talking yeah. drug deals. <laughs> if you have a drug, de- if you are a drug dealer or have been a drug dealer, do get in touch with us. We will talk about the the mental impact of being a drug dealer. Absolutely, yeah. And if you want to sponsor the podcast, please get in touch. We'd love to. Hear from you. <laughs> we don't take payment in coke, so. Uh... <laughs> um, yeah, no. Although I'm probably no different, like because you know, I, I like anything I buy that's bought off the suffering of other people, like. I'm sure drug dealers can say the same thing. Mm. Yeah, 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 true. <laughs> we're, we're both in the same game, alleviating people of suffering. <laughs> <laughs> Except who's cheaper, them or you? <laughs> <laughs> They're repeat customers, though, you know, they have to keep going back. <laughs> um, no, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, so you had a good, you had a good four weeks podcast free on yours. Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Generally, generally speaking, met strawberry daiquiris and everything I did. Was fucking hmm. after, yeah, I met strawberry daiquiris. Never made a cocktail at home before. All right, I'd have a gin and tonic, and actually, knows a strawberry daiquiri. I was like, that's a nice strawberry daiquiri. Mm-hmm. God, the ingredients fucking blitz it up. Happy out, man. Fucking Fair play. little buzz going on. Fresh strawberries. I was like, get me through. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed with rum, butcher, you know. <laughs> Tom Cruise over here, you know. Oh yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Shaking so it up. That's that's about the most exciting thing that's 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 been going on. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. January is a crap month anyways, so Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um now we get some correspondence. We got a few people getting in touch there recently, didn't we? 
We did. Mm. We did a, lot, a lot of correspondence over the last month. What have you got open in front of you? Uh, let me see. I have one here from Shannon. Will you give it a readout? Yeah, go for it. Cool. Um, hi, Alan and Cameron. First of all, just wanted to mention how much I appreciate the podcast. It really helped me uh, want to understand my own mental health struggles and helped me uh, feel not alone in some of the things I go through day to day. I also love learning about other people's experiences, how they overcome or are working on overcoming their struggles as it gives me, uh, and I'm sure others, a lot of hope. I've been in and out of therapy since I was about 17, currently 25, and I find it really beneficial to me. I've been with the same therapist for about five-ish months now, and I have a session every week. And recently, the topic of OCD has been brought up after opening up about certain aspects of my life. OCD would never have been something I thought about, as frankly, I don't know a lot about it, and I think it's a very misunderstood mental illness. I was wondering if a podcast based around OCD, and maybe not from the typically typical symptoms that comes to mind when people think of it, like excessive cleaning, etc. Um, could be on the cards for the future. I'd like to learn a little bit more about it. Uh, the type of things my therapist has mentioned to me was things like rituals to help with anxiety and checking. She also mentioned some links between body dysmorphia and OCD. Once again, thanks so much for doing this podcast. Encourage me to try and get to the bottom of why I feel the way I do and start therapy again. I hope you both have a great Christmas. Thanks for that, Shannon. Um, oh. Great to hear. Delighted mm. that um, delighted you're getting help. Delighted you're in therapy. And um, OCD is, you know, we mentioned it before. That people think, oh, you're OCD about cleaning, you know, you're OCD yeah, about, yeah, yeah. you know, but uh, as you said before on a previous episode, no, nah, you don't know what OCD is, you know. Mm. <laughs> I like my house clean, I'm OCD. Yeah, no, nah. yeah, you're just clean, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Mm. We had Mark on, Mark from Head to Head, how's your head? That's oh, right. He, that that could very well have been an episode on, on OCD. Mm. He spoke about his experience, but we're always open to, to, to telling someone else a story and cover I don't think we've covered it as a specific topic. Mm. To the best no, maybe not. Yeah, we yeah we, we should. We do, to- yeah. I think we touched on it a little bit, but I don't think we've ever actually fully fully covered it as a topic. And you know, we wouldn't be covering it as a stereotypical kind of this is what it is kind of thing. Mm. That's not what we do. Yeah. Um. So we'll we'll, we'll definitely look into yeah. that as a. And of course, we always want to hear from people yeah. who are in the middle of it, going through mm. it. You know how they deal with it. If Shannon wants to come yeah, on, absolutely. please do. Happy That'd to be have great. Mm. Um. Yeah, you know, when people say, I'm OCD about this, that, and the other, but I remember, <laughs> maybe I mentioned this on an old podcast, I can't remember, but I'll, mention, a little it. Bit, but I'll mention it again. Huh? Mm, you were a little bit, didn't you, when you were younger? No. Did you not say there was something you had to do? Oh, no, I, did, I, I wouldn't say it was OCD. Like, um, I used to have a thing that it reminded me, um, something happened there recently, it reminded me that I used to have little things like if I... If I put my hand on a radiator that was cold, mm. I'd have to get my other hand and put it on the radiator. So two hands are cold. That was it, you know. Mm. And it'd always be yeah. around temperature or something like that. You mm. know what I mean? It'd be touch one surface that's cold, ah, touch the other one. Mm. Would you call that OCD? No, I don't want to call that. Yeah. I'm pet. Yeah. Fucking crackpot, did you? <laughs> <laughs> a fucking loon. <laughs> I remember <laughs> my sister's uh, sister's friend years ago uh, when we were kids. That's, oh, that's what oh did I tell you that? That's, that's how you led into it. No, no, go ahead. Go we, ahead. Uh, <laughs> New she'd be um, 
she had this habit that she had to run around our garden like five times and twiddle her fingers together before she knocked on the door. So you'd be looking out the sitting room window going, Sinead, your friend's here. <laughs> before she even knocked on the door, you know, you'd open the door be, and she'd be still be running right, around the grass. She's only on lap two. <laughs> hey, dude, dude, I grew up in the state. My garden wasn't that fucking big. <laughs> lap two. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was the five laps she had to do around the estate before she got <laughs> to her garden. <laughs> oh, she's after walking past. There you go, yeah. Oh, she's gone past again. All right, she'll be here in about 20 All minutes. Right. She's doing the estate. She's going to check to see if she locked the door. She go back to see if she <laughs> ch- check, locked the door, yeah. No, she's closed the gate again. Well, <laughs> we're not sneering anybody with OCD. We're just having the crack. Everyone knows what we're doing. We're having the crack. Um, so, uh, Good to hear you looking after yourself anyway, Shannon. Absolutely. Absolutely. What do you got mm. in front of you there, dude? I have Raymond. Raymond got in touch with us on uh, Facebook, on the Facebook page, Straight Talk Mental Health. Hey, Raymond. First, thank, thank you so much. I listen to STMH at work. You helped me stay stable there. I have bipolar too, and my work is messing with me because of it. I am, I am fighting it. I am tired of the stigmatism. I am tired of being made to feel worthless. I am also an alcoholic. I had an incident a few months ago. One of my meds for bipolar ambient caused me to end up on a bridge to jump. Oh, Cops were called and they made things worse. I don't remember any of it. Work found out and demoted me and took some wages away. I'm currently back in therapy for bipolar and outpatient for alcoholism. Why does our society make things harder for us that are already struggling? Makes no sense. I'm going to get through this. Once I do, I will do what I can to change things. You guys are making a difference. Thank you. Your bantering at the beginning of your podcast helps me smile. I have Irish heritage, so I like to hear your voices. The podcast, the Irish state of mind, moved me. I knew Ireland and the Irish were brutalized, but I had no idea it was so bad. So along with Mental Health Talk, I'm getting some cultural education. I would like to hear more stories from people with bipolar and how to deal with it. Thanks again. I don't lose. I either win or learn. Good man. Oh, fair play, Raymond. Mm. Yeah. That's fucking weird, isn't it? the, 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 The work... You know, whatever's going on there because of what's happened outside of work. Yeah, you know, like we yeah. don't we don't know the uh, yeah we don't know the ins and outs of it, obviously. But it just seems unusual that work could demote you or take wages off you because mm. you had an episode mm. or whatever. That mm. you know, if we take that on merit, that that has to be illegal. Yeah, yeah. So we don't we don't know the full details. No, of course not. No, that's, that's very unpleasant. Yeah, no, geez, that's tough. But thanks, thanks for listening, Raymond, and, and we're glad a little bit of crack in the banter at the start um, helps you out as well. And a lot of people say that. Yeah. Funny, you know, he mentioned the the Irish State of Mind one. I've seen a clip of, oh, what you call your man from uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, the Irish actor. Oh, Jamie Dunn. Yeah, he was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel and he was talking about, you know, the Irish kind of, the the Irish mentality. And he was saying, Mm. you know, you you couldn't go home and tell people, you know, you're you're a big time or whatever because they'd be looking at you going, you know. Oh, look at your man getting getting out of his box. You know what I mean? Look at him. No yeah, Exactly, yeah. And he was saying, you know, I couldn't go home to people and say, you know, I was on I was just on Jimmy Kimmel there Saturday. Like, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. Well, shut up oh, about yeah. it, you know. No, no fucking good enough for on, uh, you know. Paddy's Pub down the corner. No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What are you drinking? Fucking martinis. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Well you fucking sit outside with your martinis now and freeze your bollocks off. <laughs> you know. I'll buy a drink for everybody. Ah, he's lovely. He's sound. Ah, they tell you oh. one thing. Do you see that lad now? Yeah. Fucking never change. Never yeah. change. Nicest lad you'd ever meet. <laughs> and you know what that is such a fucking Irish conversation yeah. the two of us were able to bang that out there oh like, yeah no issue yeah, we, yeah. we know yeah. that conversation yeah. <laughs> um, and that's it and of course you have to do the um, uh, the humble smile you know what I mean yep 
Somebody <laughs> somebody has done something major. Congratulations. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, sure, look, you know. Ah, yeah. ah look, ah, you know yourself. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as we know in America, a lot of people actually go, thank you very much. You know, yeah. all our new American listeners. I worked really hard for that. Very much. You know, yeah, something I've really put a lot of work into trying exactly, to achieve. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's it, you know. And in America, when somebody gets a new car, somebody might look at them and go, I want a new car too. And I want to do what that person yeah. does. In Ireland, when somebody gets a new car, somebody goes out and fucking keys the side of it and scrapes the bollocks yeah. <laughs> You know, just to bring you back down to everyone else's level. Oh, you yeah. Know? Just uh, don't be fucking getting above your station there. Now, um, with your notions of grandeur. Notions of grandeur. That's the full term, isn't it? That's a full notion of grandeur. Yeah, yeah. No, notions there you go. Grandeur, yeah. Uh, Your man might say that now in her posh voice when she's really. Angry. I don't know. I'd be that far away from her. I can't hear. <laughs> I'm having notions of grandeur, Peter. I'll, you can run. You'll have to come home for dinner. All, all I can hear is my thighs rubbing off each other when I'm trying to <laughs> run away from her. <laughs> and fire. <laughs> Singed hair. Scott. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, who else got in touch? We had Amy T. Oh, Amy T. Yeah, we had, we had Amy T. Our, one of our faves, Amy T. She had a great story on around. Not a great story, but she told a great story, mm-hmm. being her story of suicide and being left behind when her, yeah. when her uh, boyfriend had killed himself. Hey guys, hope you're well. Just wanted to let you know that the company I work for, the podcast has gone all the way to our head office, and they're using it for training the staff for their mental health training. No way. Also, my old yeah. Also, my old high school are using it in their sixth formers. To again promote good mental health. Thought you guys would like to know. Stay safe and happy new year. Oh, good woman, amazing. Amy. I thanked Amy and I asked her what was the response for herself. I had loads of messages from people, a lot of apologies as well, but overall an amazing response. My worker getting a suicide prevention charity in, and I'm hoping to lead a couple of talks as well. All in all, really good. That's fucking that's good, amazing. man. Isn't it? Imagine that's, that. That's some nice That is shit brilliant. Fair play to you, Amy. Yeah. Jesus, putting in the work. Yeah. Um, Wow, that's what, and you know that's what we want to do with this platform. We want to be able to bring this to people, and you got a story to tell. You know, please come on, tell it. You know, this platform is it belonged to everybody else, not belong to us anymore. You know, we lost this mm. well over a year ago. Mm. You know, when people <laughs> decided to dictate, this is what we want to do. That's what we want to hear, and that's what we love. You know what I mean? That's what we want. Mm. Uh, you know, we we don't want to have to come up with topics every week or every month. Sorry, let me correct that. Every month, <laughs> yeah. you know, we want people to be able to determine that. And uh, if there's anything you need us to talk about, or you want to talk about, or tell us about please use this as your opportunity fair play amy that's incredible just imagine yeah. the amount the, the difference that amy is making mm. from just that one email one message to say she you know yeah. i'd uh oh I'd, i remember how that exactly came about i think amy amy put us on her facebook story i think i was on her old episode on suicide mm. and, I, and i thanked her for sharing and she got in touch and she shared a little bit of the story and as i was ready to come on she was looking delighted to come yeah. on that's that's how that that's how that came about. Brilliant! And look at a big, big yeah. difference it's making. You know, mm. yeah, yeah. Look at that. You know, six farmers, a whole high school. Wow! Mm. Absolutely fantastic. A job. Mm. Brilliant stuff. That all our correspondence for now. Uh, there's a couple of other ones. Okay, yeah, yeah, go for it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, you're more in tune with this than me. You're more organized. No, I <laughs> I just opened up Gmail before. <laughs> <laughs> I opened it up. Where the fuck is it gone? So we all also had a message from Yvonne in sunny Cape Town, all the way from from South, South Africa. Africa. Nice one, yeah, man. 
Yeah, worldwide. Oh, sure, I know. Although Look at the stats. I think I think we're down in Zimbabwe, though. I think, aren't we? Um, Since you know we haven't been around in a few weeks, so I think we've dropped down the rankings. That's right. We used to be one of the the biggest um, mental health podcasts in Zimbabwe. Yeah. So there you go, oh, guys. Fucking fickle, man. Yeah. They're all they're all very fickle. Well, I suppose when you're not weekly, you're not turning out the numbers. True, indeed. So. Yeah, I'll I'll check the stats. Yeah. I'll check the stats. We'll see if it's changed. Yeah. But go on, anyways. So hello to Yvonne in sunny Cape Town. Um, just want to thank you for your podcasts. I wanted to play was to listen to you while I'm out walking and thoroughly enjoying the sessions, even though I've only just got to episode 34, the one on bipolar. Um, who was that we had? So that was bipolar, was it? Um, oh, oh I want to say Amy. Ashley. No, 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 down in Limerick. Yeah, um, I remember. Yeah. Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. Race to Lewis. Yes, she raced to Lewis. Yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> fuck it. Are you? Oh, are you flicking through the episodes now? <laughs> just booted up Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm fucking really. I'm really sorry. <laughs> really sorry. This person. Oh, was a Pam? Oh, Pam. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, yeah it was wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, Pam. Yeah, yeah that, was, that, was, that, was a, that was a great episode. Yeah, unfortunately, and this is the reason why this one always gets forgotten because we had such technical difficulties. Um, yeah, that's on, right. On the audio side of things, that that was the problem that we had um, with that one. So sorry, Pam. Apologies, apologies, and that. But I got you in the end before even Spotify had booted up, so <laughs> that's not too bad. So I'm glad. I'm hopefully Yvonne enjoyed that, enjoyed that episode. It is a very enjoyable mm. episode. Um, must admit that I never believed or trusted psychologists as they tend to rely on medication without getting to the root cause. You have, via your podcast, helped me to understand so much and realize that I'm not as bad a person as my children have made me out to be, even though my daughter still seemed to hate me for leaving her father almost three years ago, even though in hindsight, wonderful bloody thing, should have left 30 years ago, never mind three. And the worst is that both girls have taken his side and believe, the, and believe all the bad he is spouting and something I've tried desperately not to do and so, have been a- and so far have been able to not say anything. After listening to your episode on sexual abuse, I realized I'd actually been raped by my own husband. Yes, I had too much to drink at a party, but that surely was no excuse for him to do what he did. And it's taken me many, many years to admit that this is what happened. I have to agree that Christmas and New Year are the worst for someone on their own. And the worst was not speaking to my children or my grandchildren. Listening to episode 33 today on fitness and food and have to agree diets are a waste of time and far better for a lifestyle change. I too like my food and discovered the Hairy Dieters cookbooks. That's the Hairy Bikers. Mm -hmm. And their food is very tasty. They've taken a lot of their normal recipes and adapted them. Let me end off by saying, once again, thank you guys for your wonderful and insightful podcast. I will carry on listening on my daily walks. Kind regards. Stay safe. Yvonne. Ah, that's Thanks, brilliant. Yvonne. Thanks, Yvonne. Yvonne's been through the ringer, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, fuck you, man. Isn't it amazing? And we get that a lot of how many people listen back to something. And then they go, oh, shit. That, that, that fucking happened to me. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Yeah. Um... You know, they, they relate to something in the episodes and it, fucking, it opens up this whole other thing for them just hearing someone else's story or the mention of something else i think the one you always mentioned before was the one with chris yeah when I chris didn't know he was groomed. groomed yeah yeah that always yeah. yeah i remember that one always resonated yeah yeah with you. big time um and that's it and sure there's a lot and people have gotten in touch as well to say you know i was listening to an episode and i have to stop it because it 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 rang a bell or as people say it triggered mm. me you know and uh mm-hmm. I um, had to go away and think about what it was and come back and finish the episode, you know. So, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of lot of damage done out there, you know, from every aspect yeah. of mental health. That's why we want to touch Absolutely, on every subject yeah. and 
you know, try and break down this stigma around mental health. And, you know, if it does mm. resonate with people, then, you know, it starts now. You know, now's the time to heal. Now's the time to get better. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we'll leave one, one more and we'll leave it at that. Okay, then, yeah, we? go for it. we move on, yeah. So we had a, another email from Caroline. Uh, Caroline and had emailed, as of the others, hello at stmhpodcast.com. Dear Alan and Peter, hope you're well and had a restful Christmas. We did by the sound of it. I was listening to your podcast about self-harm over the holiday period whilst it was off work. I'm a nurse by background and I've worked with people who have had issues with self-harm, but I also have an extensive history with the behaviour itself, as well as mental ill health at various points. I appreciated the sensitivity with which you acknowledge the importance of ascertaining why someone is engaging with the behaviour as opposed to solely focusing on it. This is a tendency in the NHS to emphasize the physicality of the behavior without thinking about someone's distress. So it was validating to hear you speak. I also think it was so important that you mentioned that you were speaking generally so as not to assume an individual's experience. I work in research at the moment and I'm hoping to focus my future career on self-harm. I really want to be an advocate for patients with this behavior because it so often gets stigmatized by professionals and the general public. If you ever want to interview someone about their experience of self-harm to further substantiate your previous discussion, I'd be really interested. And we will certainly do that, Carly. Yeah. Thanks very much for your email. And it's one of the most common things we get asked for as well as self harm. It Actually, was before we did that yeah. episode. It was one that was yeah. I think was probably the most most requested. Yeah, definitely. I have to dig in that a little bit more. Definitely. Um, yeah, it's so common. It's so common. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so so unspoken, so hidden. Yeah. Um, no, mm. definitely. Yeah, we'd love to uh, open up that topic a little bit more, and uh, could be topic for next one. By all means, get in touch. Absolutely. If you want to get in touch yeah. with us, as we're saying, get us on the website, get us on the socials, uh, and all that kind of stuff as well. Uh, do you want to do a smiles and a riles? I was just going to say... probably have you. loads Maybe. of them. I fucking don't. Good I wasn't ones. thinking, no. man. I was coming up with them today. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's fucking... I, was, I haven't been taking no... You mean you haven't been, been hanging the clothes out in the clothesline going, ah, I must, must say that to P now, next time. Yeah, oh, that's no, a good one. No. And you know what? I'll, I'll fuck it. We'll finish recording this. I'll be like, how the fuck did I forget that? Oh my God, I'm after forgetting this. I won 90 forgetting million that, on like... the lotto. Oh yeah, jeez. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I, I give you my smile anyway, because that's that's the one I can actually remember. Mm-hmm. Um, did you watch Suicide Squad 2? Did you? Have you seen that? Never seen the first one. Oh, fuck's sake. Who are you asking? As soon as I said, as yeah, as yeah, as as your mouth. The sentence was coming out of my mouth and in my head I'm going, that is an absolute waste yeah. of fucking breath. You have literally just wasted it. I, look, 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 I, I seen Don't Look Up recently. <laughs> That, oh, that's that was good, good for me. That. That's good for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well done, Thank man. That's, that's a film out, you know, yeah. within the last 20 years. You're doing Thank well. Thank you, do. A feature film. Catching yeah, up. Catching up, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Laura must have picked it or something, did she? Um, no, I kind of... It's one of those things where you're bombarded on social media that much. Oh, you're thinking, it was And, you know, it's yeah. DiCaprio and that as well. You're going, ah, mm. it must be good, mm. you know. Actually, there's this movie I want to try and watch tomorrow night. You might have never heard of it. It's called uh, The Shawshank something. I don't know. It looks good. It looks decent. <laughs> So uh, no, I, I checked no, that no, out. What's, what's that saying. about? Yeah, Shank, Shank, and Shank in fucking prison. It's a prison movie or something. Um, no, no, it wouldn't be a prison movie. No, Shaw, Shaw, Shank. No. Someone, someone stabbed in prison. No, you're way off. You're way off. No, nah, that sounds, sure sounds like a prison off. sort of yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, nah. Suicide Squad two. <laughs> Suicide Squad two. So John Cena, the ex wrestler, mm. is in it, and he plays a character peacemaker. But they've made a series now of Peacemaker, and it's fucking hilarious. It's so so good. Um, you might have seen all over social media has been uh, the opening sequence, which is a which is a dance sequence. Do you want to? 
I'm gonna pull it up there for a second just to just to catch it for you. So what is it? What, what, Peacemaker what opening opening credits. On YouTube is it? Yeah. Any anyone else that hasn't, you know, Peacemaker opening credits. Peacemaker so. intro or opening credits? Is just opening credits. Opening yeah. Credits. Oh, here we go. Okay, right. Yeah. Uh, everyone else can 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 check it out as well. If you don't like this, if you don't HBO like the tournament, Max, you're probably not going to like the this. All. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah that's the one. A minute 37. Let's do this. Yeah, we can cut it out. That John Cena at the front, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, the, with the shiny helmet. <laughs> Not a euphemism. <laughs> That'll be proper bopping away here. <laughs> I, like, I like the font. It's very ACDC <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's all that sort of rock. All the all the hair yeah, rock yeah. of the 80s is a, is a huge theme in the show. Still bopping away. <laughs> That was Bill Murray there for a sec. No, that is if it's probably you're thinking it is it's uh that is the Terminator, man. That's the fucking Terminator from T2. That's Robert Patrick. No way. Oh yeah, wow. Yeah. <laughs> he got old. Jeez, he did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to just describe the, the head bopping that's going on as you're as you're watching, listen away there. Yeah, that's cool. It's cool, yeah. isn't it? That if if you like that, then that's that's the theme of the show. Mm. Yeah, that's that's so that that definitely has me that has me yeah. smiling. Oh, good stuff. Uh, recently, yeah, Brilliant. it's really good. The humor in it is so mm. good, and for all of, I mean, DC and Warner Brothers have fucked up the the films to put out. You know, Wonder Woman and Justice League and the Batman with Affleck and all of that sort of stuff. But they've nailed they've nailed the TV shows. Like that's that's. I've so never gone into the whole Marvel stuff. You know that. Yeah, no. that's why that's DC, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, just never something. Actually, I went to see Spider Man in the cinema like ten years ago. Oh, that was great. Oh, you didn't, oh, oh ten years fuck's ago. Fuck's sake! Talking. There's me thinking you saw the new one. <laughs> we only went. We were on a stag night, and we timed to kill before we got our flight back. And I said, "Fuck here, come on, we go cinema, get a movie." And so mm. a bunch of us went to the movies and uh, watched Spider Man. I actually found myself sitting there watching, going, "This isn't bad." You know, this is I like Spider Man. Who was in that one? Which Spider Man was, was, was it? Andrew Garfield? Was it Andrew Garfield or, or Tom that Holland? His name. Um, uh, what you call him was the 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 the, the, the Martin Sheen. Was it Martin Sheen? Was he in it? Was Martin he the Sheen. granddad or something like that? He was in it. Um, yeah, is that oh, you fucking Gene, is that the Charlie yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was the Andrew. Yeah, that's that was ten yeah. years ago. I think that was in three years as well. That was the amazing Spider Man. I think. Yeah. I, answer me this now: When you see like mm. Spider Man is out in the cinema, is it the same bloody story over and over again, or what happens? Like no, it bugs no, no. the crap out of no. me. No, no, the last one. Well, the, oh, no, actually, I can't, I can't say, it, and I don't want to spoil that. And, uh, no, no, sure. They've the, the rebooted, and this Spider-Man, like that's out now, is all part of Marvel and Iron Man, and mm. you know, it's all part of the Marvel universe. Dude, so I, I'd have to go back. To, I'd, I'd have to go back to day one. So I just, I'd be, I'd be a yeah. fraud going in to watch one of those <laughs> movies. <laughs> yeah, um, they have a, they have a smile arrive for me. Uh, I'll give you a smile. Um, mm. Got a new car, and oh, uh, well, I didn't get it. How'd Laura you... got it. Um, oh, right. what you get? What did you get? Uh, a Kia Seed. Um, mm. it's a it's a UK import, which means it comes mm. with all the mod cons and all the technology and all this kind of stuff. And I love technology in cars. I just <laughs> love it. You know, oh, yeah. I'm sitting there and yeah. there's like, a, there's no radio anymore. It's just like a seven inch tablet, 
in the middle. Yeah, Yours are probably screen, the same, yeah. is it? You know, with the, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you've got all the mod cons and everything on it, and it's mm-hmm. just, it's cool. You know, you got the uh, the um, the sat nav and all that kind of stuff built in. Of all the radio stations mm. tuning, the first thing I did actually tune in all the radio stations, and it hooked up <laughs> so my phone to it. There, it's not even my car, you know, and I, I find myself <laughs> kind of playing around with it all the time, pushing the buttons and all that. But um, uh, the guy who bought the car off. Uh, it's my third time to buy a car off, and he's always been decent, upfront, honest, mm. and uh, that's why I'd always go back to him. And I was, I was outside. I said, "I bring the car for a spin. Any excuse to go to the shop? I'll bring your car." Like, oh. <laughs> you know, Laura used to always take my car because it was the more yeah. modern one. But now it's, you know, an argument to see who gets to bring her car. But it's who gets the nice and car. It's lovely, like <laughs> it's just lovely metallic blue, lovely mm. uh, rims on it as well. It's fantastic. But uh, yeah, <laughs> went out, turned the key, wouldn't start. Oh, you're fucking kidding! We only had it a few days. Turned the key again, wouldn't start. Are you joking? Looking at the fuel gauge and everything, half full of petrol. Mm. Ah, this this is ridiculous. Turned it again, nothing. Trying a few things, pushing buttons at random, nothing. And I t- I was this close to ringing them to go. You sold me a fucking yeah. dead horse, you <laughs> bastard. You know what I mean? And then it started. And I went, what the fuck did I do different there? Then I turned it off. It started again. Nothing. And then I put my foot in the clutch and clutch. turned the key. I knew it. For I fucking knew it. Nobody told me this shit. My car is 10 years old. Nobody told me to put your foot in the bloody clutch anymore. Yeah. And I, yeah. I wouldn't mind. It, it's almost a habit I've been in. It would just put my foot mm. in the clutch because it kind of loosens up the gearbox from the. the give, give the fucking gear stick three shakes, make sure it's in neutral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. <laughs> but, like, nobody told me this. You know? <laughs> There's enough fucking flashing indicator around it. To no, press clutch to no, start. It does this cool, like, 3D model of the car rotating and a kind of a, a yeah. beam going through it, going, boop, 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 checking car. And you go, this is just savage, you know? It's not actually doing that. It's no, it's just a, an image. Yeah. That's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mine, mine's a push button, so I just push oh, the yeah, yeah. and then push button. Yeah, no, we don't have yeah. a push button now. But, uh, mm. yeah. So there you go. That's... Uh, Good a, stuff, yeah. man. Drive farewell, or what did they say? What's that fucking expression to say? Farewell, or there's an expression people say when you get a new car or something in Ireland. Yeah, it's called go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Who, the fuck Who do, do you think, think you, you are? are? <laughs> Look at you. Yeah. Hope you crash your car. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking lovely. Yeah, yeah, just a scratch. Yeah, yeah. Fucking are you. Yeah, hope you rated <laughs> off, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Ireland. The land of yeah. a thousand welcomes. <laughs> we really fucking sell it, don't we? <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Everyone else is welcome yeah. for a little while. Yeah, you're spending money. You're you know, we love we love you a know. foreigner yeah. for a little yeah. while. As long as you're going home again, you know, you've you're returned. You, exactly. Yeah. Bit of fucking inherent racism. Come over any time, yeah. but then fuck off, like you know. But don't stay too long. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're grand. Like we put up with you for a week or two, but like, fuck off now. <laughs> um, give me a royal. Give you a royal. What's what's the fuck's have for a royal? I had. I can't even remember. I give I give him me most I give me most recent fucking okay. because I'm not God's favorite. Unlike Ashling, Ashling orders something off the internet and she'll get two or something like. <laughs> yeah. Whenever she gets, she fucking like she just, you know, eats what she wants and that's what I'm fucking. Oh, I hate people like that. Yeah, all yeah. this fucking yeah, yeah, shit yeah, yeah, like yeah, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. And this is the run job. Oh, fucking God's favorite, like you know. <laughs> 
Um, and she's like, Jesus, you have no fucking look. I was like, I know. <laughs> Every time I order something, it's wrong. Has to be sent back. Oh, um, it, nothing worse than getting a takeaway and just realizing they forgot your curry or your they forgot your yeah. garlic. I was like, there's no point drinking them. So the fucking rest was going to be it. It's going to be yeah, gone yeah, cold. exactly. Yeah, go back, oh, yeah. typical. Yeah. Bought a bought a new tablet for myself there, James. I was like, oh, sure, James, I can have the old one. I didn't realize how bad the old one was until you needed to do something on it. Like, normally <laughs> yeah. you just there, watch Netflix we'll respond, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, and then you're like, all right, oh, this is really fucking well. So I was like, get me, get myself a decent tablet. Bought myself a tablet, open it up, fucking lovely, setting it all up, update, update software. Um, unable to update your software. Please contact service center. Yeah. I'm like, wow, what the fuck? Like, brand new. So two hours on Sunday, I'm on to Samsung on a chat trying to get this joke resolved. And then he's like, oh, yeah. He says, you know, turn it off and then press the power button, hold hold the volume open, power button. Anyone with Android, they know that. That's what you do to boot mm-hmm. into recovery mode. I was trying to show for 20 minutes. I sent your man. I said, like, are you sure it's up? It's, not, it's definitely not volume down or anything. No, no, volume up. I'll wait. So I'm fucking holding volume up power i said no this is just cycling straight through to the boot screen it's it's not happening i go onto youtube i was like this fucking idiot give me the wrong instructions go onto youtube i look at a lad doing it 10 seconds mm-hmm. he's in the boot mode clear the cash i'm like oh for fuck's sake i was like this isn't happening and then he's like oh yeah i think there's probably a fault with that we'll have to we'll have to pick that up oh I'm like, for fuck's sake hmm so two 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 hours, nearly two and a half hours on Sunday spent fucking chatting trying to resolve this. He goes, I said, well, can I get this replaced? Oh well, we you know it'll have to be repaired first. We'll take it in for repair. Uh, we'll order, they'll collect it for you. So that was picked up and worked in. The other day, I was like, for fuck's sake! And Ashley's just like, you have no luck at all. I'm like, at least someone else acknowledges it. <laughs> there has to be something like that in the atmosphere because you know, like that, there are people who just always gets a raw deal you know no matter what there's always people you're going how did you get away with that you know or how did you get that for free or you know yeah. Yeah. I, I can't say anything because I, I don't want to say anything but fucking adding order something recently and got two of the thing that she wanted and it was only after she ordered the first one she was thinking should have got fucking should have got that second one and i could have did that sure enough fucking holy god's up there going I I gosh, asking, don't yeah. worry about it there's one on the way past you'll be all right <laughs> you saying that and i'm like Fuck's mm, sake! Yeah, yeah, yeah. God's favorite. <laughs> so that that's that's me recent right. royal. <laughs> that was just a weekend. Have you got a royal for me? Um, a month and a half. I've, I've got two royals. One is a major right. one. Um, the Ashleen Murphy murder. I knew it. You know, I was just gonna say. I bet you know um, what it is. Yeah, it was too obvious. I knew you'd take. Yeah. It. Well, look, everybody in Ireland knows what happened yeah. there. You know, for from outside for Ireland. Anyone that doesn't know. Yeah. Young woman, 22 years of age, uh, teacher uh, of first class, so kids seven, eight, maybe. Um, just mm. went for a run in broad daylight and uh, along the canals and built up area, did everything right, you know, where there was people, people there and uh, was strangled slash stabbed to death. Um, I, the whole country was just absolutely and still is gripped by the whole thing. Yeah, just yeah, random attack, didn't know the, the attacker, and oh Jesus, it's just it it it's a state of mourning basically in Ireland. Mm. You know, mm. um, absolutely horrific, horrific. I, I probably 
can probably pull you up on something there because I know some listener will when you said she did everything right. There's no wrong. She I was just, done. you know, something. I, you I, know. I was just getting to that. Um, yeah. For me, it's kind of highlighted the whole. Look, you know, we grow up, and you, 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 you normalize and not normalize, but it seems normal that women have to protect themselves when they go out. You know, it seems yeah. normal that women have to walk in groups. It seems normal that women have to carry mobile phones and ring you when they get there, ring you when they get home. It mm. seems normal mm. that they have to pack flats to wear after a night out in case of the run from a fucking dirt bag. You know, it seems normal that they get catcalled. It seems normal that they're told, mm. um, you know, don't wear that out because, you know, it's just, yeah. it, it, it really highlighted for me that this is fucking horrific and what women have to go through i've got a wife i've got a daughter i've got a mother i've got sisters i've got friends i've got cousins relations Mm. colleagues or obviously women and it just made me really think jesus this is actually this is horrific for women to have to go through this Mm. this is absolutely horrific and it would make you like Look, we're straight talking mental health. I'll call it as it is. It would make you ashamed of being a man. Mm-hmm. It would make you ashamed that what we've done in the how many hundred years we're, we're here on this planet, you know, we're, we're still seen as predators towards the opposite sex. It's horrific. And lads, it fucking, yeah. it stops now. It stops now. You know, you, when you think it's just a gesture... Oh, your one, your one's a this, that, and the other. She's a slaughter. Oh yeah, I do this, that, and the other to her. Oh, in the pub and this kind of lads. No, it fucking stops now. You know this is this is just absolutely horrific. You know even the images lads feel the need to share. You know you're in the fucking the uh, in training in GA or whatever in the yeah. gym and somebody pulls up a phone and goes here here look at this look at this you know yeah. or send me on that send me on that lads. It yeah, fucking well, stops illegal, now. Thankfully, yeah. yeah. Well, there's a lot of stuff that's illegal that unfortunately isn't mm, fucking yeah, yeah. pulled up on. But it's just, if you just take a moment to think about what women have to go through on a daily basis, it is absolutely fucking horrific. And don't come back at me with, oh, not all men, not all men, because if you're saying that, you're missing the fucking point. It's just, it is absolutely horrific what they have to go through. Mm. Seriously. But see, I'd, I'd see that even in the smallest, because I actually had that... A few months ago, I remember I was talking. We had Anne-Marie on, who was on our episode around birth mothers, mm-hmm. and um, we were talking one night, and she's like, what time are you here till? And I was like, oh, I'd be gone. Normally, I'm the last one. I wish I'd normally finish at half nine at night. And she was like, oh, oh you'd be gone before me. But the consideration she has to give to, to locking up, whereas I yeah. finish at half nine, and that's it. Yeah, like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you walk home. You walk yeah. home in the dark. And, I, I, yeah. and I'd walk home, and it'd be pitch yeah. black. It'd be pitch black. And I think, sure, if anyone starts on me, I'll hold a fuck, I'll give a good account of myself. Exactly, yeah. I'll fucking take, and you'd I'll take someone And you still be weary, you know, walking home late at night, yeah, you'd yeah, still be yeah. weary. Yeah, um, but I don't have to, I've no fear in, in, in that aspect. Yeah. You know, I'm not fucking panic locking the door trying to get into my car as quick as I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. I'll, I'll stroll along as I always do. And, yeah. you know, I think that's, uh, it's something we take for granted as as, as men. Yeah, that's it, you know, yeah. So if you don't have to have that consideration of, you know, hold a bunch of keys in my hands in case I have to punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you fucking take a self-defense class be on the phone whatever you know you think it was yeah yeah have have nine nine press and getting ready to press the last nine yeah stuff that's absolutely it it, it's horrific you know and what kind of what surprised me more is the fact that you always think it was normal oh women have to protect themselves when they go out but they Mm. shouldn't have to Mm. And it all starts from the bottom, dude. Like, we spoke about it on the first couple of episodes of this podcast. You know, what you teach kids, they'll take with them for, for the rest of their lives. You know yeah. what I mean? If you teach yeah. teach your child consent now, even in the smallest um, situation, you know, mm. you ask. And if somebody says no, then it's no. You know, it could be anything. It could be anything from taking a toy off a child or whatever, or, you know... Wanting to mess fight or wrestle or something like that, you know. They said no, mm-hmm. it's no. Simple yeah, as that, you know. Um, yeah, but it just it it, it shocked the nation. It was absolutely horrific. It and really has, yeah. yeah. It's been, you know. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, um, we won't say no more. Someone's been charged. Well, someone Someone's has been charged. charged. Yeah, look, we're not gonna we're not yeah. gonna talk on that because you know it's it's no. a, it, it's a problem media are having at the moment with people sharing stuff Can't, and information yeah. about yeah, the yeah. suspect and all this kind of stuff on mm. on Facebook. You're only doing more harm than good. Don't do anything like mm. that. You know. You know that happened with the first lad they brought in. The yeah, yeah. Was, who was released mm. and everyone's like, oh fucking this and that. Like, oh, but even you know, the dude could be guilty it, like. and they could find a loophole by sharing That's images it, yeah. and uh, comments yeah. and all that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. you know what jury is not going Try to come across media. this. And he was, you know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll say no more about it. Um, I have, I have mm. one more rile for you. It's kind of it's Go kind of a it. funny rile, but anyway. Take it. I'll take it. You'll never guess who blocked me on Twitter. You got blocked, I got on, Twitter. blocked on Twitter. Well, Actually, come here. I believe I'd get blocked on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> if I use it more. But if any of us was likely to get blocked, I'd say I'd imagine it would be me. Yeah, well, there you go. People hate me too, dude. There you go. Right. <laughs> Who blocked on Twitter? I'll, I'll, I'll give you a clue. So do try and guess. So um, it's safe to say that we're both fans of this person. And we've mentioned him on the podcast a couple of times. And I remain a fan, even though I'm blocked on Twitter. I'm just put it out there. Give me a clue. Um, You're talking comedian, athlete, actor. Jesus, man. Oh, you have me there, no? Actor. Mm, London. Or London based, possibly. It's hard to tell by the accent. But whenever I hear actor and fucking accent, I only ever think of Aidan Gillen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's not Irish. No, he's English. He's not Mm -hmm. Irish. English? Yeah. No. Matt Berry Matt, Matt Berry? Berry You fucking love Matt Berry <laughs> yeah. I pissed off no. Matt Berry There you go Matt Berry, Matt Berry. Peter No <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm fucking shocked that I'm hurt for you yeah, man I'm slightly hurt you myself You fucking love Matt Berry but, uh, I, 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 I seen right uh, Toast of Tinseltown is on BBC mm. now and I was a big fan of Toast of London it's fantastic I, yeah, Matt Berry You spoke about it on the podcast Yeah and um, <laughs> he, um, it, it was trending, and I was like, "Oh wow, nice one!" I must record that, so I set it to tape on uh, on BBC Two. Sorry, tape, you know, a series tape. You said it more, yeah. I did, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, set that to series link, and um, I said, uh, "Jesus, yeah, oh, brilliant!" I must see if there was a trailer or something for it, and uh, I typed in like Matt Berry into Twitter. I was like, "Nothing." Okay. Um, I'll just see here, and. 
somebody had screenshotted something that they tweeted Matt Berry ages ago or whatever, and he replied with a name of a character or something like that. And I thought, oh, that's it. What's what's the name? It's at uh, Porksmith on Twitter. So, oh, all right, yeah, I must go on and follow him because um, I'm a big fan of Matt Berry. I think he's fantastic. Mm, and it came you up, do. you are blocked. I was like, ah, what? No, there's some, <laughs> this, ah, hold on for a second. Fuck. I went to follow somebody and it turns out I'm blocked by them. So uh, it turns out I did follow them before. And I put a search into my Twitter page. Just like, I've got to have to have a look at this. So I put in Matt Berry. And lo and behold, I tweeted him back in 2015. But I also tweeted the Republic of Loose. And I put up a picture mm. of Mick Pyro, lead singer of Republic of Loose, and Matt Berry. And I just said, <laughs> I hope Mick Pyro realizes that he is the spit of Matt Berry. And I tagged Matt Berry on it. <laughs> That's all. That's all it was. That's all it was. So that's what I assume. And there was I've the dick pic blocked over. So no, no, I don't no, know. Cammy, Cammy had nothing to do with it. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> but that was it. There was a picture of the two, and the two of them already. Like I even got responses saying, "Yeah, wow, I used to always think that too." And they're very alike. <laughs> I don't know how I could have offended them, unless over in the UK to say the term "the spit of" is oh, something right. like we know. Who's your man? The spit image. Who's the other guy? Matt Berry and who uh, else? Mick Pyro. Mick Pyro from the dude we supported him before years ago. Don't tell me you don't remember uh, Mick Pyro. I Republic do. Loose. I do fucking remember him. I, I won't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you see him? Do you see him now? Yeah. Hang on. I'll, I'll say nothing about that time. Um... Oh fucking hell! Yeah, it's a spitting image Jesus, of him. Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're really, really alike. But that's all. That's yeah. all I said in the tweet was that he's the spit of Matt Berry. So I don't know. Did mm. Matt Berry think that's an insult? Like I, I, <laughs> clearly he oh, did. <laughs> everybody in the UK, do you use the term "the spit of"? The spitting image of you're very alike. Mm. I don't yeah, know. So they had fucking spitting spit image, image, of course. Yeah, <laughs> the quintessential English there comedy show. So maybe, maybe he took it the way he talks. You are yeah. the spit of. <laughs> you know? There you go. Yeah. Um, Damn you, Peter! <laughs> Damn you to hell! Uh, Slanderous slurs on my good name, <laughs> my image. I still love Matt Berry, though. He's brilliant. He's absolutely uh, fantastic. Well, to be fair, you should have been annoyed fucking six years ago. I never noticed ago. that. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Yeah, that was a kind of a a, a royal slash laugh and puzzlement. <laughs> Not like. It's Why? a fucking image of him, though. He is the fucking spitting image of him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Honest to God. Anybody look at that, just type in Mick Pyro, Republic of Loose, and Matt Berry. They're pretty much the same mm. people. No <laughs> doubt about it. You could, in fact, say it was the spit of the him. The spit of him. Yeah, the spit of him. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so I'm not allowed to read his tweets unless I just log out of Twitter and read his tweets. <laughs> you know what I mean? Probably, so there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It turns out he doesn't really post much anyway, so there you go. And that's a pity. Mm. I just wanted a trailer for yeah. Toast of Tinseltown. Do you know what you could say that was? You could say that was quite narcissistic. I was just going to ask you, is that narcissistic? <laughs> see that, man? Yeah. See that fucking segue? <laughs> that was good, man. That was dude, good. Dude, when it? you do a segue, you don't have to say it's a segue, by the way. You know, yeah, but like, I know, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Nearly two just... years doing this, and you always mention when you've done a segue. <laughs> yeah, but that's a good one, like, because I'm not the professional. You're the professional. <laughs> Yeah, but a professional doesn't mention it. Professional yeah, knows, professional. So, you know, when you got the in yeah. there, that's when you, you, you do it's it. It's like when you're playing golf and you're not a professional golfer and you fucking hit down the middle. It's like, oh, that was a fucking good shot, wasn't it? That was a good shot. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for validating fucking <laughs> my experience. 
You could have just said that was a good segue, Alan. Well done. <laughs> you should work in the media like but me. Dude, let, let me put it to you this way. You know, if, you, if you're in with a client and, uh, you know, you get to the bottom of something, you go, boom, depression. Ah, nailed it. Yeah, that was a good one, wasn't it? That was a good I have, one. I have said stuff like that. High five. Like, yeah, High five like, for depression. Like, Don't leave me hanging. I have, I have said, hanging. I got, Jesus, I actually impressed myself with that one. <laughs> yeah, I have not. I, have, I fucking have. I'm, I'm telling you, man, this is, this is my approach. Humor is a huge part of, is a huge part of therapy for me. Yeah. Um, what happens when you make someone laugh? You fucking bond. Mm. You build a therapeutic relationship. Fair enough, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so, so to answer your question, Peter, yes, I would say something like that when I go. Cool. Okay. Depends on the client and it depends on the relationship. <laughs> Is to say something like that narcissistic? Nah. No, no, no. I see what you did there. Nice segue. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention it, but you know. <laughs> I mean, it was all right. Like, I mean, so this week we are. Great. Like, I mean, we are straight talking narcissism. Someone that works in the media. <laughs> and what? I was talking over you there. I know. I said you'd expect more from someone that works in the media, but I mean, it was all right. Like, yeah. yeah, sure. Look, dude, Ronaldo doesn't always score. You know, simple as that's all I'll say. <laughs> um, so anyways. Narcissism. <coughs> Narcissism. Narcissism. We mentioned it yeah. before a few times, and uh, mm. it's a uh, it's the go to now, isn't it? It's, it's oh yeah. man, I swear to God, I hear it. I don't know how many times. This this narcissism and narc. Oh, there's such a narc. It's just it's 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 having its peak. Mm. Mm. Do you know where it comes from? Do you remember Narcissus? Do you remember the story of Narcissus? No, tell us. It's like Greek mythology, wasn't it? Your man that fell in love with his own reflection. <laughs> That's you, dude. No, no, not fucking me. I look in the fucking mirror and I'm filled with self-loathing, man. So shut the fuck up. I was like, fuck me, you got fat. <laughs> a fucking Matt Berry, yes. To the point that I've started a fast on Monday, so. Oh, no. Yeah. Starting a fast. I don't, I don't eat. Yeah, no, I've been fucking fasting. I've been intermittent Oh, fasting. fair play. How are you getting over um, that? Yeah, I've been all right. Uh... Monday to Wednesday, uh, last meal would be two o'clock, half two in the day. And then I don't eat until breakfast the next morning. So, yeah, so I'm not fucking looking in the mirror going, oh, you sexy bastard. <laughs> I was like, losing fucking weight, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> As short buttons are going, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> so how long, how long do you, what window do you give yourself to eat here? Like nine, is it nine? Sorry, what time in the morning? Nah, kind of. Are you doing eighteen six eight, or? Are eight, you yeah, I'm just, hours I'm just off experimenting. Six. Just experimenting. Oh, okay. Eighteen hours off. Yeah, yeah. So probably eight, eight thirty to two p.m. You don't just drink water after after that or whatever. I might. Ha- I'd have water and more green tea or something. Maybe no, maybe a green tea if if I have a video call yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but that that's it then. Yeah. How do you find it? I just come in, I just go straight to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sitting around fucking bored, feeling hungry. I'm in bed hungry. Go on, go sleep, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no sweets for you, fatty. <laughs> you can fucking have a ball of Z's. <laughs> sleep for dinner for you, dubby. <laughs> um I, I found it easier to go from eight in the evening till twelve o'clock the following day. Mm. You know, just skip breakfast. If you can extend, yeah. If you can yeah. extend, if you can extend, because you're class, sleeping for most of possible, it. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's yeah. that's the big one for me. But uh, fair mm. play, dude. So to go back at your point, no, I'm not looking in the mirror, going, "Ooh, you sexy bastard." <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Only from the waist down. <laughs> ah. Waist up, I'm like, fuck that shit. I look in the mirror like with half my fucking face. Not only you block the sun in front of your eyes. I was like, oh yeah, looking good. Then you take your hand away. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, maybe not looking that good. <laughs> so that's the Greek mythology story of... I was, I Al- think it was Alanis, Greek. Was it Alanis, Greek mythology? Alanis Clarkus. Oh, man, it's, it's, in the, it's in the title. I think that's. I think it was Greek mythology. Mm. Anyway, someone can correct me. I just know, I haven't, I haven't looked that up. I just know from... But that's what it's based on. Narcissus, who fell in love with his own reflection, mm. um, and uh, so that's that's where it comes. But yeah, certainly the buzzword. Certainly a buzzword. Um, like, what's an example of, um, let's say, somebody who's a narcissist in, in pop culture? There's there's one very very simple one, and everyone knows Donald Trump, mm-hmm. absolute textbook narcissist. What makes him textbook um, narcissist? You you couldn't you couldn't write a bigger narcissist. If, even if you listen to his language, you're like, oh, I'm great. You know, we're going to do this. It's going to be the best ever I, I spoke. Everything is about this this grandeur. Or, you know, the, the notions of grandeur that, that we mm-hmm. spoke about. Um, everything, he's the best at this and he's the best at that. And, you know, can't can't see any failings. And I was thinking about this, you know, when, when we were talking about it as a topic. And I was like, you know, do you, you know, and I knew you said to me, and what does that look like? Do you get many clients that would, you know, come in with narcissistic personality disorder? And the reality of it is, I don't. Because they don't think there's anything wrong with themselves, is it? They don't okay. think there's anything wrong with them. That's absolutely 100%. I've had many wives and girlfriends of them, but they do not see themselves as, you know, having any flaws, any fault. It's always the other person. The other person is below them, is beneath them and stuff like that. So, and that, that would be kind of echoed in in the, the, the prevalence of it. So in the States, they reckon like 0.5%. So one in one in two hundred um, would would be narcissistic. Now it's it's generally called narcissistic personality disorder, um, and I've seen conflicting reports saying that it's not in the DSM. So the DSM is the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of of Mental Disorders, the American Psychiatric Association. So when you have to, uh, so for example, myself with with the autism, I would have you know would have had to meet X amount of criteria of of, of what it takes to. Uh, you have to meet those five of whatever mm. you know to be to be officially diagnosed. Um, so I've seen some places that says it's not in the DSM five, and then most other places saying it is, and I can't comment on it because my copy of the DSM has fucking vanished. Okay, <laughs> it's just it's just gone. Some narcissist fucking robbed it of me, I think, <laughs> because it it has fucking vanished from my from my office for some reason. I, I have no idea. I have no idea where it's gone. So I can't I can't confirm, but. Any of the ones that I did find in terms of the criteria for narcissistic personality disorder is so has a, and and as as I suppose as I read them out, you can you know you can think of think of Trump as an example. Oh, you watch Sunny, don't you? You watch it always. Oh yeah, Dennis Reynolds. Yeah. Oh, Dennis yeah, Reynolds yeah, Dennis. is a hundred percent a fucking narcissist. Brilliant. He is the golden god. <laughs> <laughs> you feel my fury. <laughs> And I, the, the perfect example of that, because I'm re-watching it, and I think it's around season six or seven where they really kind of turn Dennis up in yeah, the fucking yeah, narcissist yeah, yeah. to the... Is Dennis a Scary, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a bit fucking... Do you remember the shusher? They're, yes. They're, they're all talking in this fucking posh, in this fancy bar, and this guy turns around and goes, shh. And he's like, 
<laughs> and then they get home and they get back from the pub and they're all talking about something else. He goes, you know, guys, I gotta, I gotta bring it up again. Was anyone else fucking pissed off about that guy shushing us? <laughs> I was like, oh, you said it. And he's like, and he just gets this rage yeah, yeah. and he goes on this fucking manhunt to find this guy that <laughs> told him to shush in the pub. But but Dennis would be again a, an example of. A, Before a we go any further, and I understand we're a podcast, but you have to check out the Always Sunny podcast. Always oh one, man, it? it's just the three lads chatting about the episodes like they'll do podcast episodes on episode like you know charlie Mm. gets cancer and uh the gang are go racist and all this kind of stuff uh no i think the gang go races was the first one wasn't it where they they turned the the bar into like a gay bar um do you know what they've done on netflix they've pulled some of the episodes as far as i know which episodes the ones where d does blackface oh weren't they some of the early ones she does like a TV reporter and she does all these different things. I think to pull some of them ones because I don't think I've seen them Jeez. episodes. It's ones. bad for them to pull an always sunny episode. Like it's just, mm. oh man, it's just, it's hilarious, but you need to take with a pinch yeah. of salt. You know what I mean? It, it's funny, so, it's so comedy, if, if it you, is what it is. If if you base these, if you consider these criteria then as they apply mm. to Dennis or, or Trump, particularly Trump, because everyone knows who Trump is. So it has a grandiose self, sense of self-importance. Don't know, can you? I? Yeah, I mean the God complex. You'd probably say so, but um, with any of them, you know, really what they're compensating for is typically fucking tragically low self esteem. Like, okay, they're over, they're overcompensating, and this is why a lot of it is based in childhood. You know, so they either had a very negligent parent, or they were overindulged. But typically, it's as a result of a lack of care and. Uh, Typically, they would say maternal bonding and stuff okay. like that. And I think I think Trump is famous for for his parent issues and his mommy's issues and stuff like that. Um, so, so it's not something you're born with. There is there there has there is some studies around that there may be a genetic component to it, um, but typically it's more it's more developmental. Okay. Uh, yeah, so made rather than you know in. in as a nature nurture, more probably nurture than than nature. Mm. Um, so, with, with that in mind, with, with holding Trump in mind, has a grandiose sense of self-importance, so exaggerates achievements, expects to be recognised as superior, without actually completing the achievements. You remember, we're going to create a, going to build a wall, Mexico's going to pay for it, I'm going to oversee this, mm-hmm. all this, all this kind of <laughs> shit. Um, preoccupied with fantasies of success, power, brilliance, beauty, or perfect love. Believes that they are special and can only be understood or should only associate with other special people or institutions. So Trump will tell you about all these brilliant friends he has. And, you know, mm. he's a good friend yeah. of mine. We talk all the time. And, you know, and I was at Harvard and we did all this. And we did all of that. You know, and you would you guys wouldn't understand this. You know, but these are my friends and, mm. you know, any, any of that sort of stuff. Um, requires excessive admiration. Fucking speak to yourself. Mm-hmm. Sense of entitlement, such as an unrealistic expectation of favorable treatment or compliance with his or her expectations. Do you know who I am? Mm-hmm. Do you know who I think I am? Yeah. Um, exploitative and takes advantage of others to achieve their ends. Lacks empathy and is unwilling to identify with the needs of others. Is often envious of others or believes that others are envious of them. And shows arrogant, haughty behaviors and attitudes. So five of them. Is required for an official diagnosis. Wow. What happens if you take them all? 
Oh, then you're proper. You're Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you see how it, you know you could look at that and go, yeah, that's that's fucking that's, mm. that's Trump. Um, so what do you what do you say? Like normally, anybody who is um, narcissistic, they they're trying to make up for something else. They're trying to make up for. It's it's usually a, a lacking. Okay. You know, uh, something something missing from within, um, and you overcompensate for that. Okay. So, you know, one one of the things like I said, you, you hear it all the time. Oh, he's an narcissist. Oh, so much he's such a narcissist and all of that. Uh, well, that's the criteria to be an actual to be an actual narcissist. One of the things you would also see with with narcissists is, uh, I think they call it love bombing. So where they're just when you meet them and they're just all over you and it's everything and it's and it's all of this and you think oh god he really loves me and typically it's not typically they're doing it to feel loved. Mm-hmm. No, it's not about how much love how much they love okay. you, but it's to ensure that you, you love them. them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then that that fades away. Um, and you know, again, you just think of Dennis mm. of oh, she was a fucking fat bitch. Or, oh, she was this, she was that. You know, oh, oh, oh. no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it, it's that kind of it's that element around them. It's but, funny you mention that actually. Just thinking about the first episode, um, when they uh, they they got a promoter in and uh, they turned the place into a gay bar and they started making loads of money. And he yeah, was getting yeah. all the tips because all the guys fancied yeah. him. And of course, he goes out with yeah. the small little T-shirt, and he's uh, you know, twisting it into a bow, <laughs> doing twirls yeah. and everything around the, behind the bar. around his belly, yeah, and just yeah. for the attention, lapping it up like you know. Um, mm. But you mentioned mm. he is it always a he or can women be narcissists? Too? Generally, no, generally, and this is this is um. So there was there was a research. That's a good segment, man. You think you think okay, you ask me about this and then I'll ask you about that. This is the professionalism of the of the straight talk and metal. We're not professional, we keep pointing was, it out. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> We're a bunch of narcissists. <laughs> um, but there was there was a study done uh, a couple of years ago in University of Buffalo. And it was a big one, you know, 30 years of data, and it was nearly half a million participants, and they looked at at narcissism and why it's it's um, typically men rather than women and a huge part of it is again it's bred into boys it's bred into boys to be aggressive and you know he's strong and he's this and he's that and it's like you go oh yeah he's got leadership qualities you know whereas a woman oh she's a fucking bitch you know and I've, I've had so many i've had so many clients in positions of power female clients and it's that kind of thing. It's like, oh yeah, should have seen me in work because I'm a fucking cunt. But he does the exact same thing, and he's grand. Mm. You know, no one has any problem with 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 the male that does. And again, it goes back to what we're talking about the Ashley Murphy thing yeah. of you know the, these expectations of of being a man or being a woman. And um, so part of it is kind of bred in uh, societally into into boys. But the reason it's typically. And I think kind of seventy five percent is probably I think it's around seventy five percent, which is men. And the biggest gap is in entitlement. So they they feel like they're um, they're more entitled to have this position or to get to that or mm. you know, God forbid anyone getting their way or anything like that. And in that in that leadership and authority. So again, it's it's seen as they're assertive. You know, men men fight for what they want; they go for mm. it. So the, the sort of stereotypical 
um, male traits in quotation marks. You know, this fucking alpha male bollocks like we spoke mm. about it on the on the toxic masculinity episode. You know, that's that's encouraged. Right, yeah, yeah. So, you know, typically, you know, they can be, you know, so people, you know, in high positions of power and stuff like that. And look, look what Trump did. He got himself to the highest position of power possibly mm. in the world, president of the United States. Yeah. But you see his fucking bollocks shrink when they had him with Putin, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and there's there's journalists asking him questions about about the involvement in the in the elections in America. Oh, well, Mr. Putin says he didn't do it in the, I believe <laughs> it's like yeah. fucking put it to him you cowardly bastard like you know I was like oh hang on Putin's actually fucking killed people like mm. you, you've been showing up for, for, for what you are like and that's that's typically a flaw yeah yeah but just not have anyone else's the, interest just not have hundreds of millions of people in the US but, and that's the thing like, you know that they'll have friends or they'll have loved ones but they're as an extension of themselves okay you know so it's to get it's to feel loved it's to and I think typically in, in my experience, and I can whole, wholeheartedly say I have no, you know, I can't state whether this is true, but what I can say from clinical experiences, typically tend to be married to women with lower self-esteem who will put up with it. Okay. So, and you know, some of the stuff I've seen, you know, from, as I said, they typically don't present. I probably had about two or three, um, I'd say in all my time. And, I remember one one person in particular and it was straight away because what they will do is they will like Trump will tell you all about all his brilliant friends and how great he is and this person all they were talking about was this thing that they did and how such and such a famous person was involved and oh because he was friends with such and such a guy and then actually his his wife now she would have been married to the guy that was and it's all about this grandiosity stature yeah. associated with yeah, stature yeah. with people in power oh and to this and this was in the place the same place now where such and such and he you know and he and she and she, her husband would have been and his wife would be and then you're like you know they're just bombarding you with all of this you know kind of be impressed be yeah impressed yeah of the people i know or the people the people i'm associated with yeah. um, is, is that a common trait with successful business people because they, no, they have remember, the ability to have no empathy. You know, they have the ability to mm. just not care and try and squeeze as much but, as they can. Yeah, but this is why they can get to that position. You know, so this mm, is why typically yeah. a lot of narcissists would find themselves in that position because they do steamroll over anyone. Mm. They don't fucking care. You know, you're in their way and anyone that is there is just to be used by them. Yeah. They're, they're, they're only there to serve their needs. The Monty Burns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, is there a link between that and Dunning-Kruger, you know, or people who are narcissists, do they think they're extremely intelligent when they're not extremely intelligent? Well, I think that they can be, but they will by all means tell mm. you. I mean, one of the things, I remember having a discussion before, I think it was, I was doing a workshop or something like that, or was at a conference or a couple of therapists we were talking about narcissists and we're saying like you know they don't typically present typically present but if they do they will they will tell everyone how great their therapist is oh my guy is the best right yeah you know you know that they have the half everything has to be associated with is the mm. best my therapist is the best do you know how my therapist work with do you know how my what my therapist does and they'll come in and they'll be questioning your 
your qualifications and stuff like that. You know, they'll be asking all this thing. What did you do? And you know, what how famous long people have you seen before? You? <laughs> this this sort of stuff. You know, they'd be looking for that kind. They'd be fishing for that kind of information. Mm. Like, oh, you probably never met anyone like me, have you? You know, this this sort of thing. Um, and I remember our. I remember one person and what, what they will particularly where they can be particularly dangerous is if you challenge them on anything. If you challenge them on any sort of behavior where they may be in the wrong, it's mm. fucking instant. You know, it's would it be rare for the a danger. narcissist to go and seek therapy? Oh yeah, like like I said, they, they, they barely ever present because mm. there's nothing wrong with them in there. Would, would, would they, would they present remember, with something else though? What they might do is they, they might present because the wife has made them oh, Okay, right. So they're forced to so go. So the wife is going to take away the, the the kids. She's going to leave him. And he can't be seen to have a wife leave mm. him. Because that must, that must mean there's something wrong with him. So typically to be to be made to okay. go kind of thing. Yeah. But they'll come in and they'll they'll tell you what you want to hear. That they're, they're there to plumage you. Like it's, it's this sort of thing. Like it's all very surface level. Mm. Sounds like a good salesperson. On oh, a, 100%. Maybe an auctioneer million or a car salesman or something. What doing you know. is, yeah, they're, they're selling themselves. Mm-hmm. They, they, sell, they sell the version of themselves that they think you want. Okay. And they can be quite charming mm-hmm. and, you know, but you're only there for... And, like, the, 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 the women that, that find themselves in these relationships, mm-hmm. it's... You know, it does a lot of damage. It destroys their confidence because... Typically, you know, they're not living up to that expectation of what they should look like for him. You know, the the arm candy, the you know, the trophy wife kind of thing. Like, mm. you know, she can't be getting fat. And would they you be? Why you weren't that for? You look horrible. Like, would they be inclined don't, don't to, to, to cheat? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And as I said, because because I mean, who put up with it? Mm. <laughs> you know, but and, and I've seen, I've seen lots of clients, and you know, fucking husbands be going off. Like buying new cars or buying new fucking house, you know, houses mm. or bought a new apartment. I bought us, I bought an apartment, or I've started a new business or this or that. Um, and the wife has had no involvement in it, like, you know, because they make the decisions and they're never wrong. Mm. And this is this is what happens. So you know, it, it destroys it'll destroy the confidence of anyone that's with them because they'll constantly put you down. But then you know they might fear that you might leave them, so they'll they'll do the love bombing again and stuff like mm, that yeah so they're, they're constantly left in a state of um not knowing mm. but it's all it's all coming from that place of just total instability of of self-esteem you know but to put it with a feelings compensating for that with that feelings of omnipotence and perfection mm. and you know they can't do anything wrong and you know uh, and they'll be coming as I said, tip, typically men, but they'll be coming into me and be all like, "Oh, you know what women are like? Oh, you know, you know, so she would, you know, it's all this sort mm. of stuff." Like, yeah, oh, she, women, you know, you know what they're, yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Um, this sort of thing. Um, it's it just interesting what you're saying about the relationship. Just one thing that was you know popped into my head there. You know, in any typically typical relationship, there has to be a balance of, you know, somebody's very very strong minded and stubbornness. You know, the other half, you have to have somebody that's a little easy going, you know what I mean? Mm. So you, you mm. kind of have to have that balance as well. So if you have somebody who's a narcissist, then obviously the partner is going to be somebody who's, as you say, low confidence or low self-esteem, you know, mm. 
maybe mm. don't care about you know what you want to do the directions you're taking you know like we have to have a balance like there's a, i'm sure it's very rare in relationships where you have 50 50 where you have somebody who's you know very headstrong you can't have another person that's headstrong yeah well you're, you're not going to have two narcissists no exactly together. yeah <laughs> you know like it's you know the trump the dennis reynolds patrick bateman from american psycho you know all of these, have you seen American Psycho? I've heard of it. <laughs> oh, set in set in the eighties, and the Wall Street guys, and they're all fucking trying to outdo each other, and you know, obsessed with image and this sort of thing. They're they're your sort of stereotypical mm. narcissists in in uh, in pop culture. So you know, two narcissists are just going to fucking. I don't know. That's, that's probably not going to work as a dynamic. Yeah, yeah. Um. But, you know, typically, and, and, and it sort of lends itself then to, you know, the person with low self-esteem of, you know, and this narcissist with so much confidence is interested in them, mm. you know, and they're, and they're happy to go along with that. And then obviously they're, they're fucking, they're all about them at the start. And then so like, you know, you're getting fat or, you know, what, oh Jesus, no, you look fucking horrible. Like, you're not going out mm. with that. All this sort of thing, like, and it destroys your confidence even further. But because they're coming from a place of low self esteem, they think they're the problem anyway. Mm. And do narcissists you know, end up in their... tend to hang around with other narcissists? Do they befriend each other, or is it a case of no, nah, no, nah, I have to be the alpha in here, not you? T- yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Typically, more, more the alpha, mm. like you know. Um, but who's going to put up with that? Like mm, exactly. So you know, they may not have a lot of friends because everyone's like, he's a fucking yeah, sack. Yeah. You know, but they they can do no wrong. Mm. You know, if you have a problem, then oh, sir, you can't take a joke, or you know, it's always it's always you. You're always a problem. It's 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 never them mm. that has anything. Now look, there's there's you know, healthy narcissism. You know, okay. that's you know, healthy ego of, of taking pride in what you do, or you know, proud of your accomplishments, or mm. you know, acknowledging that that you're a good person. But like that's that's the good stuff. Mm-hmm. And we all need a little bit of that, but that sort of pathological defensive narcissism that's based on just such so fragile self-esteem that they can't take any criticism. It's it's Dennis being shushed. Okay, you know how fucking you shushed me? How fucking? <laughs> how dare you? You know I'm the fucking golden god. Yeah. yeah. Um. That's the sort of stuff because it's so fragile. Their ego is so fragile mm. that. Any any perceived slight is that's just cause for fucking I'll end you. Yeah, and it's, it's that lack of empathy as well that could drive them to do extreme things mm. as well when it, it comes to yeah, them yeah maybe falling out with somebody or uh, not liking somebody. Mm. Yeah, like I mean, how how many friends would you have like when you're you know you're constantly trying to prove how superior you are, like how you constantly have to put other people down. You're self-centered. You're, you're you have a lack of empathy. No, you you you're you avoid people like people. that realistically, don't you? Yeah. You know, so, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, your man's at it again. Yeah. We all have that one person maybe in work, or you might see every so often that they might look at your car and go, "Oh, why'd you get that? Would you not go see what I got? Mm. Come out here and have a look at what I got." Mm, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah. That's <laughs> you know. Yeah. Now that he could be just a prick. <laughs> so <laughs> might not necessarily be an. So he's to take he a few more prick, boxes, like, so you can. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah, just be a prick yeah. rather than a narcissist. Um, yeah, 
So, uh, yeah, like, um, is there always an underlying condition to narcissism? Is there always, like, lack of self-esteem? Or is there always, like, like you know, would depression or something be another one? Or anxiety, possibly? or Yeah, well, I mean, you're always going to have a comorbidity. So, I mean, if you've got someone, you know, if, if we take the... Gen- and again, generally speaking, the roots of it being, you know, that poor self-esteem. Mm. Um as a, as a child, you know, typically coming from treatment of parents and, you know, Trump's father, again, famously a bit of a bollock, apparently. Um, and, you know, when you grow up with that, you're growing up with self, low self-esteem. Mm. It's there, you, you know, deep down and deep down in there. That's there, that that low sense of, of, of worth. And that that breeds that breeds probably more depression yeah. than anything else. How do you cure it, or do you cure it? Can't really. <laughs> long long term therapy, you know, and working through those those childhood issues, typically. But because there's nothing wrong with them, they they don't present. Mm-hmm. So how 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 do you do it? It's it's the other people that have to put up with it. That's that's the real problem. Mm. So, you know, you can't, you can't take a pill for it. You know, you can't take antidepressants. You can't take SSRIs. None of that's going to, is going to help. Mm. So, you know, if you can get them in and you can sort of work on maybe those deeper, those deeper wounds, which are, have generally bred the overcompensation, mm. um, then, then you might have, have some hope, but the chances of them coming in are very slim. They'll come in, they'll tell you what you want to hear, and that's that's it. Like you know, you're, you're never you'll only scratch the surface because typically they don't they believe there's nothing wrong. Mm. You have to target the underlying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. You gotta you gotta get to that deeper stuff, like to that deep to that deep wound, and trying to encourage some sort of empathy and understanding of other people's experience and you know why they think they're they're better because they're they're really not like you know and this is it because it's so fragile mm. if you challenge them on that like they'll just get they'll just get defensive is it a common thing or they'll, they'll... no well it says one in one in 200 in the states so it's half half of a percent mm. so it's it's not that common and and i think you know i think i've seen stuff before where you know america breeds it no, America breeds narcissism. How can you breed narcissism? Because, well, the whole culture of it, like, it's all encouraged. It's all, you know, as long as you're good and you do everything right, you'll get what you deserve and the land of freedom and, you know, the American dream and all of this sort of thing. Um, and, yeah, I was, I, oh, I'm going to, you've never seen Scream Queens, I, I imagine. Uh, no, <laughs> I haven't actually ever watched it recently. But that'd be a sort of uh, uh, an example of a female narcissist, Chanel, which is uh, Eric Roberts' daughter, Julia Roberts' niece. She plays this, you know, she just belittles people like she's just sorority fucking president mm-hmm. kind of girl. Um, you know, everyone is fucking beneath her, and she, you know, her friends are called Chanel number one, Chanel number two. <laughs> Um, and this is what she calls him, like Chanel number five, um, and she just puts her down constantly, mm. like 
um, walked into the room and called them heifers and <laughs> this sort of stuff. But, you know, she'd be a, a, a kind of good example of a, of a female narcissist. But again, it's all that sense of entitlement and mm. um, whether that's been bred into them because the family have money or, you know, the family. And again, this is kind of, is this the genetic element where the parents probably have it and the, you know, children that probably have it and um, it's just generational. Yeah. Wow, narcissism been passed down from one to the other. That's scary yeah. stuff. Um yeah. so if you're if you're listening to this right now and you think your husband, your partner, your boyfriend may be narcissistic, what is he doing to you? He'll be putting you down. He he'll he'll you know, he'll just, he'll destroy your confidence. Um he can't be challenged on anything. He's always right. Uh, this grandiosity, um, the the um, the omnipotence, you know, the all powerful, never wrong, your shit. He's this, he's that. Uh, probably quite controlling, uh, financial control, financial abuse. Mm. Uh, you know, he or he he minds the money because you know you you can't, you wouldn't be able to do something like that. Uh, constantly, constantly putting you down, belittling you, calling you names. Um, you know, I think you know examples I've I've seen in clinical practice of you know she she will have an issue, a genuine issue, you know, with something he has done, which is like, well, yeah, obviously, mm-hmm. but he'll oh well, you're just a fucking psycho, like, sure, you know this sort of stuff, like, sure, who else would fucking put so up? So there's never that? any kind of leeway. There's never any. Oh well, maybe I was wrong mm-hmm. there, or there's no, no, okay. no, 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 no. No, you're a fucking, you're just fucking psycho. No, you're a fucking, that's your fucking mm. problem. Like, you're fucking mad, you are. Like, mm. and then you know you fucking hear it enough and you start doubting yourself. Yeah, true indeed. Yeah, yeah. Because you know you're just you're just constantly experiencing this, and I've seen it with anyone that's in you know regardless of narcissism or not, anyone that's in an abusive relationship, like they come out of that shattered. Or if if I'm seeing them, they're shattered. You know their yeah. confidence. Is that's effectively gone. what it is—an abusive relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, t- 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 depending on what's happening, but you know, if you're you know being you know verbally abused and all mm-hmm. of that, belittled and um, you know told you're fucking fat or told you're fucking ugly and sure who else would have you and mm. you know just and again you're going in with this probably low self esteem to start with, and you're typically probably believing. Mm. So you you already think you're shit. You already think there's something wrong with you, and he's telling you. Mm. You know you're 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 going to believe that. So if you're somebody listening to this, going God, that sounds like my partner, but he loves the kids. <laughs> he can still be a narcissist and still yeah, have do, empathy and yeah, love but you know, yeah, his but you know what that you know a part of that though is because the kids are an extension of it. Okay, but they are capable mm. of love. You know, it's just that. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, but they're his kids and you know his kids will have to go to the best school mm. and his kids will have to do the will be the best thing and has to be seen to be the perfect father mm. and the one that will be fucking abusing the referee or abusing the the coach for not playing his son and stuff mm-hmm. like this you know because his son is the best okay and his son is the best because it's his mm-hmm. son yeah it's funny I even go back to Trump there Still won't admit defeat. You know. <laughs> like, yeah, 
quality narcissism there, you know. Yeah, I sure look what he fucking says about his own daughter, like. Yeah, I, Jesus, <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and look at look at the wife. Look at I mean, you can see her. You can see her attitude toward him. Like, mm. No, but again, he has to have the trophy. Wife. Yeah, of course he does. Yeah, no, he couldn't have you know some L one on his arm. You know what I mean? No, God, no. <laughs> his no, own he, age. He's not going to have fucking Nancy Reagan on mm. his arm, like you yeah, know. Yeah. He, you know, he's that's that's what he has yeah. to have because he's the best. Yeah, you know, he deserves the best, and mm. you know, you hear it if you if you listen to any of his speeches. Of, uh, I remember seeing one. I remember reading one article before, and some uh, psychiatrist in the states or something. He's like, he's like fucking Trump is brilliant. Like, ordinarily, I'd have to put together a whole program. When I'm teaching around narcissism, now we just show Trump videos. <laughs> he, he he's that textbook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. yeah. It's got like everything you're saying, every point you're making. Like you know, you were talking about the the, the DSM. Mm. Yeah, he takes all boxes, doesn't he? Yeah, mm. give us them again there if you can. Yeah, let me get them up here again. I'll, I'll rip through them here quickly. Uh, grandiose sense of self-importance, preoccupied with fantasies of success, power, brilliance, beauty, or perfect love. Believes that they are special and can only be understood by or should only associate with other special people. Requires excessive admiration, a sense of entitlement, such as unrealistic expectation of favourable treatment or compliance with his or her expectations. Exploitative and takes advantage of others to achieve their own ends. Lacks empathy, unwilling to identify with the needs of others. Is often envious of others or believes that they are envious of them. Shows arrogant, haughty behaviours and attitudes. Sums them up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 And again, you know, Dennis. Dennis and Sonny. Yeah. You know, remember when he was selling the Range Rover? Oh, yeah. yeah. And the man's like, oh, yeah, it's be great. You know, it's, you know, it's going to be great for my daughter. He's like, what? <laughs> you know, this is a fucking Range Rover. This is... Yeah, you know. it's a man's all-terrain vehicle. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the episode, obviously, actually, the episode I watched last night where Dennis goes into, like, a cryo chamber or something like that, like a floating bat, and he has a fantasy that he's getting his hair cut by himself. <laughs> I don't even Dennis. remember that. <laughs> yeah, so he's getting his, you know, English English Dennis comes out with his English accent and he's talking to him of, you know, how these people are beneath him and stuff like that. And then, you know, that stand up, so it's, it's obviously cut, so it's it's him twice, mm. like. And then English Dennis just grabs Dennis's head and shoves him down to give him a blow. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he uses himself, like. <laughs> And it just the camera just cuts to him like, and he's just mm. <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, oh, so, textbook, yeah. big time. The golden yeah, god yeah. of Dennis Reynolds. Jesus, yeah. brilliant. So, how do we prevent our narcissists in society? How do we stop it from happening? Oh, fuck's sake! Or how how do you lead mm. these? Like, look at fucking look at TikTok. Look at social media. Like, it breeds narcissism. All the quotation marks influencers like. Do you know who I am and all this this sense of entitlement. Mm. You know, give me a give me a free meal because of who I am, like and you know. But is that not just being a dickhead? Yeah, but we're, but it's a narcissistic society that we're living. Now social media has bred this. Like, so actually, I was talking, walking to work the other day. I was, I was on the phone, actually, and we were like, uh, it was funny because the two of us kind of had a similar thought around the same time of. I was like, because I was making the dinner, and I don't know how we got talking on the phone. I was like, Jesus, I was only thinking about that earlier. I was like, you know, in 20 years' time, will we be. Oh, I know what it was. It was fucking some guy on. It was a lad Bible or something put up a video of this guy of eating raw meat. Like, he's taking a bite of a raw chicken breast. Like, he's 
trying. I was like, man, in 20 years' time, will it be going? And this is what people used to do for attention. The same with eating mm. the. Remember, all the Americans were eating the fucking detergent, the washing detergent pods, Tide no. pods. Um, you know, we we typically have powder yeah, yeah, yeah. or liquid washing washing for your washing machine, but you can also get yeah, the yeah. tablets in dissolve. They were fucking eating them. Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Who knows, man? <laughs> but the, you know, but there's people going around eating raw meat, like just to get views. Mm. You know, or you know, what's the most degrading thing I can do to get, get likes to and, get attention? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's just bread. It's just this generation. Like. And, it, you know, funny enough, it's it's probably that desire, that um, desire to be um, vindicated or, you know, um, validated. Yeah. Um, you mm-hmm. know, how many likes can you get? How many retweets can you get? You Can you go viral? You know, you might get a yeah, kick out of yeah. it for a couple of days, but at the end of the day, you know, oh, <laughs> TikTok have probably made a fortune off you. <laughs> for what? Yeah, what do you get yeah, out of yeah, it? Nothing. Yeah. You get a few likes and retweets yeah. and you feel great. You might have a story for a friend of you. Like, I've seen people on Twitter mm. retweeting something they've went viral for or they've got a lot of attention. It's like mm. as if I've done it once. Remember what I've done. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you haven't won the lotto. You haven't made yourself financially secure for the rest of your life. You got a few bloody retweets. Mm. You got likes. You know, seriously. You know, and what's the next thought? How can we get more likes? It's all, it's all so fragile, you know, because it's, yeah. it's not based on mm. anything. It's all so. That's fickle. it, yeah. It's it's nearly like uh, Monopoly money, yeah. isn't it? You know, <laughs> yeah. you may be worth thousands yeah, on a Monopoly a board, but after the game, yeah. you don't feel pretty depressed when you realize you have no cash that you can actually spend, <laughs> you know. Can't yeah, spend it, Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, was a South Park. South Park did something like that years ago, didn't it? And they had like there was an episode where it was the sneezing panda and the the, the fat kid with the lightsaber, oh. you know. And they're all famous. They're all oh, internet right, famous. Right. But it was no good. Like, yeah, <laughs> didn't count for anything. Did no money. Like it was what's what's the word? But that's true. Anything. It's not worth anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember a good episode they did. I, I I watched South Park when it started back in like ninety seven. Yeah, I am watching. It was good. Yeah, like that. But I seen one there a while ago and thought it was very funny. It was like um, uh, the kids decided to set up a wrestling ring, and they were wrestling. But there was no wrestling. It was just all drama. You know, it was all and it was all this backstory <laughs> behind what happened. This guy and he's out to get revenge, and all these rednecks start mm. showing up and paying in to see this. Never a punch or a <laughs> kick or anything. Of course, there's a local guy going, "That's not real wrestling. That's not wrestling." You know? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, wrestling. You know, <laughs> yeah, but it was yeah, all just yeah. drama and lights and action and all this kind of stuff. But it was the whole drama behind the, uh, which is. 90% of what it is you know when you look at WWF mm. and all that kind of stuff from back yeah, in the day yeah, and, yeah. you know that's what it is but uh, yeah interesting so do we have anything more to say about narcissism well just try and have a healthy attachment to your children and hopefully you won't breed narcissists mm. <laughs> um, because you know a lot of this stuff is so deeply based from childhood mm. you know the insufficient love care warmth which is the basic Touch. needs that any child needs, you know. Absolutely. Reassurance. Yeah. But the the child doesn't get it and have to give it to themselves and you know, and then it's all about where they can get it mm. everywhere else. Yep. It all goes back to childhood, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. It sure yeah. does. <laughs> Unfortunately. I know it's a cliche, it but childhood. Yeah. 
you know, you don't you don't wake up at thirty five and decide to be a narcissist. <laughs> I do a course on narcissism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on LinkedIn learning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Right. Come here. That was straight talking narcissism. If you want to hear a range of topics that we've covered in the past and uh as we're saying almost two years. Almost two years at this stage mm-hmm. you know 80 plus yeah. episodes you can do so on spotify or wherever you get your podcast uh, you can get us on the website as well semhpodcast.net you can listen there you can get in touch if you want uh, we're on the socials we're on twitter insta facebook if you want to get in touch you can do so via them just type in straight talking mental health and you'll get us if you got a story to tell or if you got a topic or if you want us to cover anything just get in touch and let us know final words with you my man Oh, shit, I forgot all yeah. about this <laughs> Final words is the website is stmhpodcast.com. Oh, was it dot dot net? I thought I typed in dot <laughs> net and got the website. Okay. Told you how often I visit our website. No. Although that or would be com. narcissistic if I kept visiting our website. He might not be a narcissist. He might just be a dickhead. That's definitely a social media post. <laughs> let's let's not over let's not oversaturate yeah. the term. <laughs> he could be just a dickhead. <laughs> now, if he's a narcissist, he's in all likelihood a mm. dickhead. But you know, he could be a dickhead on his not own. A narcissist, a yeah. <laughs> I love it. I can see the post yeah. now, black and white. Narcissist or dickhead? Yeah. And it'll get six views. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Three likes. Fifteen thousand people. Thanks, have social seen media. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mental health. Mental health. The mind is a terrible thing to waste. 